that neither of you will think is very important. <laughs> okay. okay. It, Great. Is it, do you pronounce it Raz? I think obviously I just got Scott's answer or Raish Al Ghul because it's always been Raish to me in Raish? the comics and the animated series. It was Raish Al Ghul. I think and I say in, Raz Al Ghul. Yeah. In the movie, they said Raz and everyone was like, go fuck yourself, Nolan. But there's it, plenty it of other a, reasons to also, say go fuck yourself, Nolan, that we're going to cover today. Yeah, so. yeah, 100%. It, but it was also Raz Al Ghul in the cartoon. Because like my introduction to him was on Batman the Animated Series when I was a little kid. I'm and pretty it, sure they call him Ration in the Animated Series. I could be mistaken. I believe... Uh, I, I, I could be mistaken as well, but I believe that you are mistaken. <laughs> Unless I'm mistaken about you being mistaken, in which case I am clearly mistaken. This is Schrodinger's conversation because... <laughs> this is a real gentleman's argument. Unless I'm mistaken, or if you are not, or if we both are, unless neither of us aren't. If this was the... the in which case we both we, would, we, would be would, not. Yeah, yeah, but like as polite as this discourse has been over the pronunciation of a character who gives, who no one really gives a fuck about in current canon, uh, it would have ended with a duel. Like we, we would have been like sweet to each other up until it was time for one of us to fucking die with a bullet between our our eyes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, but I probably would have apologized after after I shot you, or vice versa. I, you know, oh, yeah, whoever, yeah, yeah. oh, you would have apologized after sorry. you got shot. That's just <laughs> yeah. Oh, you seem to have shot me. Did I get blood in your pantaloons? I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, if any YouTube comment section had half the eloquence of, like, anybody communicating with the 1600s? No. No, I can't imagine that. It's it literally impossible. Happen. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I wish, I wish that I could find some way to manipulate the comment section of just one video so that everything, every nasty, heinous, horrific thing that someone says is said in the most polite, yet backhanded manner possible. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah. You could get rich for that. That that would just be like a Chrome ad on that no one would ever want to pay for, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'd be like, no, fuck that. That's where I, I get all my anger out at. I didn't even know there were Chrome add-ons you could pay for. That's where I'm at in this one. <laughs> I had no fucking idea. Have you ever They're seen people on YouTube come to an understanding? It's like seeing a great white buffalo. It's really like, holy shit. I they like more- link it. <laughs> <laughs> here's my source and they're like all right you're right my bad man it's like holy shit my favorite part of that entire question was that you just referenced hot tub time machine on the sly and just just part of regular vernacular that great unless, white buffalo, unless yeah, that great white buffalo and, unless i'm an idiot is great white buffalo used outside that film because i've never heard it before they were talking about cusack's great white buffalo not that i'm aware of but maybe it is i don't know I think is that what a, you were referencing it's been, it's been i was referencing hot tub time machine though yes. okay, okay yeah You've heard it before, Scott? Oh, dude, yeah. Hot Tub Time Machine's fucking great. No, no, no. I meant like you... <laughs> I mean, you've heard I'm, you yeah, that before I, I, that movie? No, no, I know what you mean, but like that phrase has been adapted by everyone who's seen Hot Tub Time Machine and used in regular conversations. So like, if you haven't seen Hot Tub Time Machine, you still definitely have heard that phrase before. Like, right. every, like you know what I mean? Like, every comment section where, like, a girl who, like, recently lost weight or, like, got divorced and is coming into her own, every, every one of those copy-paste... Like mid thirties bad bitches. When she posts a new selfie, somebody comments "white buffalo" under it. It's just it's really, like, yeah. It's it's like it's, it's it's the Ten Commandments of Facebook or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I haven't like, seen that, and it's now I'm mad that that's a thing. Well, that well when when you, when you do find like the comment, the irony is that comment will be a great white buffalo, as will that hot thirty something year old coming into her own again, rediscovering a newfound respect for her body and love for herself. Yeah, 
<sighs> Divorcee will also be a redhead buffalo. <laughs> just, literally just because of that, the, just the gesture. Welcome to the Cynical Nerd. Uh, my name is Chris. We have, oh boy, we have, we have things to discuss. We have mm. one very big thing that we're going to wax poetic about for probably a decent chunk. We had to cut our Mandalorian penultimate episode um, d- deep dive last week a little short, and we will not be doing that today because nope. there is so much cum power between the three of us. Mm-hmm. Maximum. The hubris of Tom Honks knows no bounds <laughs> this week on The Cynical Nerd. Mm-hmm. I'd like to thank you guys for coming. This is episode 13. I think I have the title already. I will show it to you guys later. I'm going to show it to you before we start the breakdown of the episode. Okay. okay. All right. Into it. Okay. Scott knows what it is. He has not seen the artwork that I created for you last night because I couldn't help myself after he laughed as hard as he did while he was streaming. Speaking of streaming, uh, all of us are streamers and you can, uh, you know, you can find us. I guess we'll do some early shilling and then we'll reshill at the end. Um, uh, you can find us on various platforms. I am TCN plays on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, Scott, where can we find you? Uh, I, uh, I am Swearwolf on twitch.tv backslash Swearwolf. That's Swearwolf the knee, y'all. S-W-E-A-R-W-O-L-F-E. Also, uh, I'd just like to say that the comment thread where the, the shilling in the name of continued on Facebook was one of my, the highlights of my entire week. Uh, <laughs> my only regret is that I slept through most of it and it had to be that guy who, who commented five times and I wrote to get all mine out after it was already over. <laughs> Shilliam H. Macy. Oh my God, yes! Shilliam H. Macy was great. Yeah, that was my personal um, favorite, I have to thank say. You. I just like to say though that uh, also uh, I'm glad that we're not we're not bitching out on this one. You're like remember all those pussies that built buildings in like the you know mid to late 1900s. All those iron workers who like were boozing it up five thousand feet in the air, but they still couldn't name a floor the thirteenth floor. This is our thirteenth episode. It's not our fourteenth yeah, episode. Oh, okay, I'm with you yeah, now. Yeah, yeah that, that's. Yeah. <laughs> He really had his hang yeah, on yeah. by a thread for a I was a really second. about to just give like an anti-union speech for like 45 minutes <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Derek and I were both like, what, what's he going to do here? No, Where's no, this going? No, no, no. I have, I have iron workers in my family. They are. They are. They drink. They, they're cool. They're fun. <laughs> uh, Derek, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Dr. Gloom MD. That's D-R-G-L-O-O-M-M-D. Nice. Normally, I would not shill this early in the episode, but that transition it was such a good segue. Right into, uh, you know, right. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. Okay, so we've got some news to go over. Not as much. And well, nothing. No new segment for, uh, probably will ever top last week's news segment. Well, uh, maybe Comic Con next year when people are allowed back in the same fucking building. Um, <laughs> people are allowed to make eye contact again. We'll right. See exactly. Uh, this new segment is much shorter. Much more, uh, what's the word? Mm, succinct? Sure, that works. And then we have uh, th- we have three main choice. topics. Really just two, because one of the main topics is like an offshoot of The Mandalorian. Uh, and then we all watched Tenant. Uh, Derek mm. and I mm-hmm. and Scott. Uh, Derek and I suffered yep. through it recently. Last, Well, no, Scott rewatched it, right? You rewatched it yesterday? I saw it once when it came out in, in uh, theaters, Derek. Right, in, uh, in theaters. In theaters. Uh, but I also have rewatched it like three times in the past two days because why, I, why, why? Oh no! <laughs> because I I wanted to try to I wanted it I wanted it to make sense. I wanted it to make sense in some way that wasn't just like like exploitation or or, or like what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 
I don't know, man. I have no idea. I can only agree that I think everybody can relate to that. Everyone wanted that to make sense. Well, yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) Like you you get to the end and you're like, oh, (laughs) like that made no sense. It must be because I wasn't. I was thinking literally. Like you're not supposed to think. You know, like (laughs) that's the whole. That's the whole thing. Like stop, stop thinking in in, like lateral time. And then like you watch it again, you're like, oh, this still doesn't make sense. So then you look up the, the synopsis. For the end, of the, for the last, for the very, like just just to read about the very end, like that little, little part where there's like eighteen Robert Pattons around, like what the fuck happened here? And the, even the synopsis is just like, it, it's like IKEA it doesn't help. I, yeah, it's like IKEA furniture instructions. It just skips over that entire part of the movie and tells you like what happens after that. You're like, okay, so I'm not, I, I don't have a learning disability. This is just stupid. Okay, cool. Great. No, 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 Scott. It's not time travel. It's reverse entry. Yeah, it's they're inverted. Okay, okay. That's, there's a difference. Yeah, but they're using it to time travel. But also, but also, like they're not they're not dodging any of those like they're not answering any questions about time travel while also time traveling in the most inconvenient way possible. They don't yeah. establish. You, the you got to make it universe. all the way back there. <laughs> Run backwards to save your family. Oh, cool. Yeah, real interesting concept, Chris. Thanks for that. My uh, God. Can we just do it now? I can't wait. Can we do it now, please? I know it's for the end. I, I was going to say, do you want to switch? Do you want to just do, get in on it now? Just because- do it now, please. <laughs> All right. Do you want to? I mean, you seem like you're reared up. Do you want to just keep going? Maybe. Or do you- uh- I, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep going. This was the stupidest fucking movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I so- wanted to like it. I wanted to. Right. Because I started <laughs> I off. Done? watching Christopher Nolan films when I was 20, when like you think, you know what art is. And I love them. I thought they were so deep. Eventually you oh, grow up, but sorry. Asterisk. Sorry. Memento. Memento. Film. Memento is great. Prestige. Memento's pretty good. fucking great. Prestige film. is pretty good. The, yeah. I feel like he's slowly, he, while he's doing this, there's, there's a graph out there somewhere with an X where his pretentiousness is continually going up and the quality of his films is continually going down. <laughs> and so- that's, <laughs> Like we've hit, we've hit the end of the graph where he's a max pretentiousness with a shitty dog shit fucking film. And I will let you continue. Th- now that, that's what I was going to say. One of the main points I wanted to make was this. When we talked about the lighthouse, one of the things you guys said, which I do not disagree with, is that it's a pretentious film. It is. But like my, yes. like my definition of what's pretend, like this perfectly encapsulates a fucking pretentious director. They have this whole like time travel system that's not like meant to be left up to interpretation no 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 no, no, no. not time, time inversion time reverse entropy reversal. On, on the objects it's right re- time you know oh. i'm gonna correct you guys every time you fuck it up yeah please oh, please do it's very important that i remember you know these plot lines that are totally going to retain in my memory beyond 48 <laughs> hours i don't even remember one character's name from the movie and i just watched it yesterday uh, but anyway his, his name is just the protagonist he doesn't have a name is that his name are you kidding nope they never mention. Oh, he, he, he refers to himself as the protagonist he in, does. in the beginning he and the end, and, he, and and no one ever calls him by his Christian name the entire time. So, it, when you go on IMDb to look up the synopsis to find out whether or not you have like a massive head injury that you forgot about, <laughs> which is why you can't retain any of, this, of the information in this movie, uh, I, I, you, you'll find that under uh, the like William's character, it just says protagonist. Nice. I mean, I do have a massive head injury, but it's because of this film. Yeah. So really, we're stuck in a time loop where it's, did I have Oh, a sorry, sorry, t- sorry. Not- Inversion, Chris. Inversion, Chris, <laughs> yeah. please. Please, stay within the lore. <laughs> to make this whole system huh, of time ending. inversion, okay? And to, like, just never explain it. Just to go, like, actually, we don't understand it. So you, the viewer, mm-hmm. you fucking figure it out, asshole. 
is the laziest fucking thing in the world. I knew yeah. in the very beginning when the woman's like, don't think about it or don't try to understand it. Just feel it. I was like, fuck this stupid ass movie. I know they're never going to explain <laughs> yeah. how this works and why and for what reason and who. And like, does anybody know what anybody's goal is? Like any one character, like what was their thing that they oh. needed to achieve within the confines of the movie? Oh, I don't. Oh, I have no idea. The bad guy, the, the guy who was like, let's be honest, like a shitty James Bond villain. Oh, very from, shitty. From, from fucking like 1974, 1976. It, it was basically Dr. No, right? For, for like, but, but they, they did that trope that I don't, I don't know if it came from a Bond movie or not, but the dead man switch. We all saw yeah. Spawn and we all thought, yeah, is that Martin Sheen? How the hell did he get a role? But then we thought like, <laughs> but, then, but, but then we, but then we thought a dead man switch that like sets off nukes. Oh yeah. no! Not not even nukes, but climate change bombs. So like, fuck, <laughs> really, really, really. Somehow this is dumber than that because all these pieces, all these giant boxes from the future. Keep in mind that we have like, we have chips you can implant in a human heart that'll keep it going. That are like microscopic at this point in time. My my phone gets smaller every year while all you assholes buy the new the new bigger iPhone. But still, I, I don't. They send back these these giant honking beepers. We need like sixteen of them or fourteen of them. And each one just holds one line of code to, to invert all of reality. It's analog, bro. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I, know, I know analog has made a comeback, but like in the future, are we really going to go back to like hard, like flash drives the size of, of an Xbox Series X? Like, are we really, <laughs> yeah. That, like that's, the shit uh, that they sent to the moon. Yeah. Really, <laughs> really what we're saying is these guys are basically hipsters and they're the calls for the end of the world because they're, this is the, this is the vinyl version of what <laughs> oh, MP3s are. Yeah. So, but yeah, exactly. They're like, just they're has like, more texture. They're like, no, 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 <laughs> no, you don't understand. It yeah, just sounds, but, sounds better when you're playing it in an open room on the, on the record player. Look, I got this thing. Yeah. It's an algorithm. And, uh, <laughs> it was so, stupid it was Look, so petty it was, it was so petty dude like he he was like i have pa i have pancreatic cancer probably from working in, in with all that nuclear fallout back when i was like 20 nothing years could old be. could be but, but but instead of having someone go back to change my my living habits or maybe get a screening in my, my, my late 20s or something i'm just gonna die but because i have to die i'm gonna take all of existence with me it was yeah. the weakest supervillain in it's like shit that when you were six years old you you were like, oh, wow, of course he's going to die. So he wants everyone to die. It's yeah. like you believed that nonsense when you were a kid. But like, there's nothing. None of that holds any water whatsoever. And even like he had a kid. Doesn't he say something like, well, what yeah. about your son? Oh, well, my greatest sin will be bringing about the end of the world with my son. But I think God will forgive me. I'm like, really? You just go right to that. You think yeah. he's going to forgive you immediately? Yeah, like he's you didn't good, even bro. think about it for a second. Yeah, he, he Dude, says uh, my greatest sin was bringing a child into this world knowing that it was going to end. Something like that. Yeah. As in he's had this plan for so long. He's known for so long. Uh, at, least, at least to him, I guess. I don't know how, like, I don't, they, they keep playing on this thing, like, cycles where Robert Pattinson went through the same battle by inverting yeah. himself and then coming back. And it's essentially, there's duplicates of you everywhere. We see, them, we see that with the warehouse fight. Which, by the way, like, this was a cool concept. It was. The idea that there would be a, f a war in the I future and they would, they would figure out how to send things back in time. It was a, a whole different way. Like the cars driving backwards is laughable. The guys, so stupid. the guys oh, running stupid. backwards into battle. Yeah. Like, like you were no. Even I mean, it was so things. high concept, and nobody, dude. Like Christopher Nolan sat in a room full of executives and said, "What if we made a movie where bullet holes shoot bullets back into your gun?" And like 
no, does he not have anyone close to him to say like, Chris, lay off the blow, buddy. Like, relax. We can't make a entire two and a half hour long movie out of that. Nobody said that to him. It's really sad. I mean, Nolan, you- you've been sitting in your wine cellar for too long, sipping wine, watching your own fucking films <laughs> on a on a castle wall. Like, we get it. You're fucking full to the brim of pretentiousness. The cars and the running were one thing. Whatever. Kind of cool sometimes to see that stuff. And then you see them fight through the hallway the back when he's <laughs> when he's scooching up the fucking ah like a dog so trying stupid. to scratch his back on the carpet. Yeah, like, <laughs> I wish I was in the fucking room when they shot that scene and Nolan was like, "Yes, yes, yes, that's appropriate. <laughs> that's a, that's appropriately badass. People will really like the way it he looks when he's." I feel, I feel like well, you're doing an impression of Count Noloff right now, just fucking like <laughs> <laughs> Count Noloff. Yeah. One, psh two. Yeah. Two plots. Uh, uh, uh. I was thinking, I was thinking, Count Olaf meets Nolan from uh, yeah, series of unfortunate events. But also, yeah, yeah. I do a mean count impression, so I had to yeah. just whip it. Yeah. Up. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Um, I don't know. I have so many problems with this film. Oh, it's hard to, it's hard to quant. It's hard to like, it's hard to form all of my problems into proper sentences. The writing was was the thing where like you can tell so so the the bad guy right we talked about his laughable like kind of bad guy scheme uh scheme there's a See, point nobody in knows that, anybody's name the bad guy the chick yeah i don't fucking the, the, robert the pattinson nobody a, knows anybody's name there's a part in this yeah. film where for at least 15 minutes i thought he might have been written well and it's the part when they're on the yacht and excuse me he's like gonna come kill her he's like pissed off at her and He's basically she's like, no, you can't blah, blah, blah. And somehow they wiggle their fucking way out of it in the plot, you know, machinations. And 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 he goes, if I can't have you, nobody can. But he says it. He, he's a good actor. I mean, he said it yeah. in a very like hurtful, like you're fucked up in the head. And now that she's left you like you have severe problems and about like control. And, you know, what, what do you say at one point when he when he actually hits her, which was painful to watch uh, in like the, the arms exchange and he like comes in and smacks her. And uh, he's like uh, something about the tiger and the like. You're, I'm the I'm the hunter or some shit like that. Oh There's yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember how it went, but yeah, he, he sold his lines well. I mean, everybody acted it pretty well except for the yeah. protagonist. But I didn't then, really dig his. But immediately after that, when when they kind of unveiled his dead man switch, I was like, oh fuck you! Like yeah. you could have left him an interesting person and not done that. I don't. I don't know. It, the whole thing felt. Like smoking gun pretentious. Um, the whole like 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 Scott said, like the whole like everything goes back to the beginning in in every way. So like the we see the guy in the immediate uh, scene of the film with the little orange tassel on the backpack, and then at the end you see that person dead, and then you realize right at the end that it's Robert Pattinson. So he's gonna there he's gonna go all the way back to the beginning of the film, save this guy, essentially making I don't know a fucking loop. I don't even know how that works in the physics of this universe. Uh, um. Neither yeah. does Christopher Nolan, so no, well, it's okay. They, ex- they explain that at one point the protagonist becomes inverted and goes back in time very, very far, at which point he recruits Robert Pattinson yeah. years, years before Robert oh, Pattinson right. recruits him. Or, or like, find, like, they find each other in the midst of this. Right, so uh, it's an inversion. The, after the inversion, yeah. to get back to the beginning. But, but to me, like, it's okay to tell a story in a non-linear way. But like when it when it feels like it's ninety percent exposition and you're just showing off that you can do this and do that with like I can believe can you believe that we we did this with special effects like yeah all your movies look great but this one like it's just a it's a silly concept to see in some of the ways that it's done 
Yeah. Like like the idea of an, of an inverted pincer movement like that, like a temporal pincer move, that's fucking awesome. But mm-hmm. yeah. but when you show it, when you break it down to people on foot, it loses some of like the 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 one scene that worked for me in that was when the guy's like hiding in a crack in the wall, and all of a sudden the concrete comes flying back in and crushes him. I was like, that's fucking. That was cool. cool. Yeah, that's that was really cool. well done. Or, or like when they time it perfectly so that as the building comes back up, and then they blows blow up, up the top and, yeah. and falls yeah. back over. Like that was really fucking cool too. Like some of it was it was visually stunning. I think it was it was a really a really cool concept, but it was just executed so poorly. Yeah. And it, some some of the visuals were so laughable, like the car driving backwards at like eighty miles an hour. Like, yeah, I had I had one really big issue with it, and I I'm glad that I remembered it because I almost forgot to bring it up. And that's as I was watching it about halfway through this two and a half hour fucking film, by the way, very oh, long God. Heavy, ordeal. Heavy. I had to watch it in three sittings because I started getting like very angry at it several <laughs> times. Um, at one point about halfway through, I realized that the film had literally, and I don't even, I'm not even exaggerating a little bit is literally a set piece. Then set up to the next set piece, then set piece, then set up for the next set piece, then set piece, then set up for the next set piece end. And that's the whole fucking film. It's nothing but set, but set piece after set, like you, it's almost like you can see the storyboard on the wall that he wrote. And he was like, what's some cool shit we want to do with time. Yeah. Sorry. Reverse entropy. Okay, cool. <laughs> Intro scene in the auditorium, uh, car chase scene, um, shit on the yacht and, and battle. And then they were like, just connect them. I don't give a shit. Like yeah. figure out how we get from A to B to C to D. Um, and we'll loop them. We'll, we'll try to make everyone think we're really, really fucking clever, but we won't give them a whole lot of details about how any of it works. And we'll just tell them that it's their job to figure it out. Get Robert Pattinson. He's, he's cool. He's a good actor, right? Cause he did a good job in this film. He did. He did. Yeah. Mostly, and we know, most of the cast really did. I mean, yeah. most of the actors were like pretty good, but no, I, I, uh, uh, I agree. It was so disjointed. It was like, there was no reason for like, I mean, you said it. I don't want to repeat what you just said, but it just felt like a fucking jarbled up mess of like he just had like four ideas of like, wouldn't it be cool if this occurred in this setting and had no idea how to connect them? So he just fucking mashed them next to one another. Yeah. And and the other thing is like what Scott's saying about the uh, um, uh, exposition. It's like, all right, all of Nolan's films are fucking filled with exposition. But this one's yeah. exceptional because it. In all the other ones, they over explain. You get to a point where you're you're 75 percent of the way through the movie and they're still explaining. It's like, all right, we get it. Like, just fucking go on with the movie. This one was all exposition and none of it made any sense. Still, it's like, why at this point do we have to hear characters talk about the movie that they're in when you guys didn't even figure out how to make it make sense to begin with? Like, you might as well just keep it a mystery. It would have been better. Because then we'd have to do all the work and we could come up with our own theories and yada, yada. But you give just enough to make like a schematic, like four pieces to a schematic that like don't connect whatsoever. It was fucking terrible. It was awful. There are a couple set pieces in the film where it, it, it actually goes right from the end of action set piece into setting up the next one. It's and it's so frustrating to watch because I'm like. I see what you're doing. Like I liked inception. I thought it was pretty good. I, I hated the ending because it, Nolan has a, a penchant for over explaining things, as you just said. Uh, and, and like, you know, it, trying to give everyone a happy ending when he doesn't have to do that as a storyteller every single fucking time. Mm. But um, I just, I don't know. And this one too, they did the same thing. Even after all the timey wimey bullshit, yeah. they still at the end, 
was like, he's going to go back and like, you know, make sure she's okay with her kid and no one's going to fucking murder them. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Do I mean, bullshit. Nolan is a hack. Like, like in- Inception is just shitty Matrix. It's what it is. Like, I still oh, liked it, though. I mean, yeah, it was fun. It was like it, it had, you know, it had some interesting concepts and like it was cool to see how he played with the idea of like how the world would change around you if your subconscious could feel things like shifts in gravity and, yeah. you know, like like having Leo dunked into water to wake up and then seeing how that, you know, how, how he yeah. envisioned like visually it was stunning, but it's still lazy Matrix. It's still like I like what he did. How can I do it different enough that I can call it my own movie? Yeah. And and with this, we see something that's like it is completely unique, but it's because no one would ever do this besides Nolan. <laughs> You know what I mean? And like, and the, and the, and the, and the thing is, the thing is, if you watch the movie, almost the entire thing from from the very beginning to the very end is inverted as well. Like, like it. Yeah. But they don't go out of their way to show you. Like, the, at one point, he's literally on the boat in a crate, breathing reverse oxygen. Which, by the way, that part's fucking stupid. That's fucking dumb. Oh, and it's, the fire creating ice. Yeah, like, yeah. What, like, why? Why would that happen? Why? Uh, the fire and ice thing was dumb, but the air thing was especially stupid because you know. That Nolan was talking to his team and was like, we have to make sure there are visual clues so people know when yeah. someone's in reverse yeah. and when they're forward. How can we do it? Uh, you can't breathe backward. What, what the fuck? Yeah. Does, what are you talking yeah. about? How, how, about the fact, how about the fact that every seagull in the sky is flying backwards? That might be a fucking clue, like an indicator <laughs> that, they're, yeah. that they're in reverse time. Or I don't the know, maybe, maybe write off. your script in a way that if they're by themselves having a conversation, it's up to us to do the legwork. To figure out what, like, like which which version we're looking at, or like, I don't write a better movie. I don't know what the fuck I tell you, but but you see that yeah. scene where, where they're 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 heading back to the place that he was stationed when he first got dropped off to wait to get picked right. up. You know what I mean? Like it's it's they go back, but then there's all these like little subtle gestures to it. But like for a movie that throws things like reverse oxygen in your face to make sure that you get it, they really didn't spend, <laughs> they didn't really didn't spend any fucking time pointing out cool little things that they did, like oh. This is an interesting little nod to like early in the movie when we were here. Like they don't they don't do anything to indicate how how closely it tied together all these events are. Aside from like yeah. show you like what like oh there's a there's a uh, a windmill, <laughs> a wind turbine. Remember those fucking windmill? Man, remember those? All right. I mean, I I don't know. I've had an I've had enough. I'm this movie depressed me because of how yeah. annoyed I was. I'm watching with it. it again. I, I'm watching it again when we're done, boys. I'm doing it. No, oh, no what? No, why? Scott, why? Don't do this. Don't do mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Why? But why though? Because I, I I need I need to figure out how many Robert Pattinsons there were. Just count them. And, no, and nobody <laughs> nobody seems to know. Even even IMDb synopsis again. IKEA instructions. We got nothing. I need to know. I need to count the pat. I'm gonna count Pattinsons until I fall back asleep. And fix my sleep schedule. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, it's cool knowing in 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 hindsight that uh, Pattinson got the role of Batman in the Matt Reeves film while he was making this. Uh, there were some behind the scenes reports. I don't know if you guys had heard that stuff. That uh, mm. he went to go test for it, and Nolan, because he's a big part of the industry, like it or not, at this point, uh, and I'm much more leaning towards not than I used to. Uh, he, uh, I guess, Nolan heard word, even though it was a secret, you know, a uh, secret audition. And uh, when, when he found out he got it, I think Nolan had like offered him some fucking words of wisdom, which at this point are absolutely useless yeah. because you're a hack. And I can't believe I'm saying that because I always thought he was given a little too much shit. It's not. No, you could not be given enough shit at this point. 
Tenant is a garbage film. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Yeah, I fucking said it. Internet. Yeah, I didn't oh, pay for same. it. Yeah, neither did I. Of course not. H- oh, hard Jesus. would never pay for it. So look, you didn't lose out because I never would have went to go see it in theaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah if I had to pay for it, I would just never watch it. Let me just say that. Yeah, yeah. So you're really not missing it. Nolan, Nolan being one of the people who's going so hard on HBO Max for for their their rolled out uh, release plan for 2021. Him like call be- them. Him being him being like super like anti like HBO Max and saying that it's you know. What did he, he said something really cunty, but the, 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 the bottom line, the bottom line is Nolan. Was say hello? He the, bottom, <laughs> yeah. the bottom line, Nolan, is your movie was out. Virtual high five. Your movie has been out for six months now. It's still playing in the movies by my house. It's also really? available. Yeah. Like it's, it's, dude, it's been playing since like a month or so into the pandemic. I feel like, but, but it's, it's possible that I'm stuck in a time loop that I just don't know it. No, because, it got pushed because, a lot, which yeah. makes me mad because now that I've seen the fucking film and knowing that he was fighting so hard for it to get pushed and pushed and pushed. Yeah. It didn't release no, until like nobody, August or September or something. Nobody yeah. would have seen this either way, Nolan. Like it's, or no, it would have been shit all over by critics and fans alike. COVID's not all why you need to know, making money. Like, you know how bad. sometimes people go to like Rotten Tomatoes and say like, Oh, well it got this. All you need to know about how you should not use Rotten Tomatoes as a fucking metric for anything is that they gave this like an 80% fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck Christopher Nolan. Fuck Tenet. Well, I give, been, it, I give this a one out of ten. I'm not kidding. I give this the lowest score that you could possibly give it. Um, I, I hated it. I, I give it a three or four out of ten only because I did some of the action visually stunning stuff like yeah. Scott was saying. I, it's, it was, some of that stuff was worth watching because just because it was fucking cool looking. Yeah. But I hated the story. I hated every bit of the story. I, and I, I'm always one for a good fucking time travel plot. Sorry. Reverse entropy. Yeah. I was I cut you off. I didn't know. If no, you no, no, no. You're good. Um, I mean, it, yeah, th- three out of ten, probably. Like, because the the story really just is. It's not there at all. It doesn't exist. It's difficult it, it's, to get through. Yeah, it's really it's hard to sit through. Like, I'm doing it again because I'm just a masochist. I I need to understand. Clearly. I need to understand. Do you jerk off when you do it? I'm just no, curious. No. Is it like a sexual no, thing? My, okay. my, no, but he, every time I've watched it so far, my dick's been soft for for hours afterwards. I can't achieve. Yeah, an you have like ED for like yeah. three and a half uh, days. My, yeah, dick, I, not- I have an inverted <laughs> erection for hours. Post <laughs> your dick goes back in time. <laughs> Uh, I mean, inside he, my body like a snail. Not for, not for lack of trying either, Derek. I mean, he's putting he's putting clothespins on his nipples. Everything he can do. It's Ew, just you know the, that <laughs> visual grosses me out. And they're my nipples. <laughs> uh, Don't touch my nips. Bottom, um, bottom line, uh, I mean, Tenet two two out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes one out of ten because it's really just it's it's the the Yelp for movies, right? Like you're all cuts. Yeah. Nobody who has anything be- like better to do is sitting on Rotten Tomatoes shitting on. I've hated things. So much. I spend most of my life, my waking moments, actively hating things. But I've never mm-hmm. once written a Yelp review or gone on Rotten Tomatoes and like slammed a movie because I would hate myself more than I hate the movie if I was one of those fucking assholes that took time out of my busy day to do that. And by busy day, I mean like watching TV, master, even my day off, just jerking one out, you know, just pull, just just slinging some ropes, pulling pull the pud. Yeah, you know? not not. I mean, but you, you got pud pulling. Yeah. Playing hide the salami. Uh, okay, so the HBO it's always Max- in the same place. I always know where I, always know where I hit it. <laughs> well, found it, you sly dog. I knew you'd be down there again. Uh, the HBO Max reference was a fantastic segue to our actual weekend review, which we're going to cruise through now. So the uh, Snyder you, Cut. 
Yeah, fuck you, Christopher Nolan. Zack Snyder has announced on Ver- uh, Vero, Vario, whatever that social media service is that no one else but him uses. Uh, <laughs> is there, he's, he's really targeting, sticking to it, huh? <laughs> he, I don't know if they they must pay him for it, uh, but people literally, I think, just use it to to look for things that because he, he drops shit on there all the time, like concept art that's never been seen behind the shit behind the scenes stuff. Um, he's targeting a March 2021 release for the Snyder Cut, which is uh, markedly sooner than I expected to see it. I mean, they said 2021, but we know that they just recently did some pickup principal photography. I don't know how extensive it was. Uh, they're not really talking about the length of it, but you know, he's got four hours to fill. We knew that the rough cut was kind of assembled, but not the visual effects, uh, had not yet been completed. So, uh, according to that, the post that he had made, they're targeting March, 2021. Fantastic. Happy birthday, uh, me. And then, uh, their visual effects are around 75% done. According to him, uh, just a surprise. There's no news article here. It's just that's when it's coming out. I figured it was worth mentioning because we've yeah. talked about the Snyder Cut uh, a decent amount. Uh, right along with that piece of HBO Max news, Game of Thrones spinoff show called House of the Dragon is coming in 2022. We don't know the premise exactly, although you can probably guess what it's fucking about. Probably about the House of the Dragon. Yeah, them Tjarians. I, I got to admit, the last season, uh, or at least the last half of the last season, left such a sour taste in my mouth Only that the I last don't. Half? Uh, yeah, because when it started, I was still the season before it still like colored my I was like, man, this is kind of bad, but whatever, you know, would probably pick up. And then it didn't. It went way, way worse in the other direction. Yeah, uh, I, I just I don't I don't care about more Game of Thrones stuff in the universe. I, I don't. I mean, sure. When it comes out, I'll give it a chance. Uh, if the characters are written well, I'll probably be on board. But as of right now, if someone says right, Game of Thrones shit is coming out, are you excited? The answer is no. emphatically fucking no. Absolutely not. It, it's, yeah. it's such a crazy thing to me that like Game of Thrones was was such a huge part of pop culture for so many years. And they botched yeah. the final season so much that like the only time I hear anyone talk about it now ever is when it's somebody who hasn't seen it. And they're talking about how they just started watching it. I'm like, you know, you almost don't want to tell them. You know what I mean? You're just like, yeah. Uh, Cool, man. It's better to let them find out on their yeah, own. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like you're the school nurse and someone's grandma died and you're just like, oh, fuck, what do I, what do, I do? Oh, this is the hardest part of the job. Yeah, what do I tell this fucking your, shit? Your parents are coming to pick you up, okay? You just wait right here. You, <laughs> you don't tell that kid shit. Stay here. Yeah, you don't tell that kid a uh, fucking word. Dude, that I'm speaking from, I'm speaking from experience, all right? All right? That school nurse didn't tell me shit. I learned the hard way. <laughs> oh, this is a real story. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. But this also, just got way but, also but also, like it's it's got it's gone full circle in, in, in a non-Nolan pretentious way. And that now, as an adult, I understand what it must have been like for that poor nurse, and I feel worse for her than I do for me. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm six, man. I, I don't even really understand death that much yet. I'm fine. I'm good. What 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 if you <laughs> fucked it up though, and you were like you're talking and and you don't want to re- you don't know how to tell a kid, and you're like, um, you know, uh, your parents are coming to pick you up. I'm not sure why. I mean, maybe it's a surprise uh, birthday trip. I, I, oh, yeah. oh, shit. I, I mean, damn um, it. Yeah. they're like, really? Is my grandma <laughs> gonna come? <laughs> oh, 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 oh no. Okay. Oh god. Uh, so I get final any any other thoughts on House of the the Dragon? I, I just all I have to say is this: like I, I so you know, and I I promise I'm I'm gonna come around to a point with this. I I've rewatched the Star Wars the sequel trilogy sequel trilogy lately okay. uh, with Veronica. It was her first time uh, watching any of them, and uh, I've found that like when you don't have that like 
you're going to see it in theaters and you have all the expectations in the world that they're actually not yeah. as bad as they were the first time around. I think we've talked about that on here, so I won't actually go any further down you that said, road. You uh, said sequel. Do you mean Force Awakens stuff? Yeah. Or the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I liked most of I know they were bad, but I liked most of them anyway. Yeah, they have so anyway. really good moments. Like the overall thing isn't so great, but they're not as terrible as when they, you know, I think we all just had high expectations. They're really not like right. dog shit like they were painted to be. But anyway, uh, that being yeah. said, like I, I rewatched Game of Thrones with Veronica lately uh, uh, for the same reason. She'd never seen it before. And I'm thinking like, maybe it'll be the same thing. Like maybe it's not as bad as it was. Dude, it is so much worse. It's like, and actually like watching them year by year, you didn't notice the decline as much as when you watch them back to back. Like the decline in that show was way before season seven. It was like season five. It started to get like all these like super intelligent characters started to do really dumb things for no fucking reason. Um, So source material. (laughs) uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They ran out of fucking George, you know, they ran out of George's books, but um, so I feel the same way as you like when it's on, am I going to watch it? Of course, but I don't give, a single fuck about House of the Dragon. I feel like you're in an earthquake right now. Your webcam frame I, is shaking violently. I like readjusted it because it was like not stable, but now it's like less stable. Like <laughs> a little wiggle wiggle. I was, I was hoping like, that yeah, your it's... neighbors upstairs were just fucking like animals right now. They're just ground pounding. Yeah, just shaking the whole house. I yeah. wish that's what my neighbors are doing, but they're just like doing crack and beating the shit out of each other. So. <laughs> In that order, or can they sometimes beat the shit out of each other? I first feel like and sometimes it's like a crack sandwich, like crack, beat the shit out of each other, crack, <laughs> crack sandwich, yeah. a double decker. Oh, God, I miss I miss living in Philly, man. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> okay, so we have one more piece of HBO Max related news before we move on. So this is a nice piece of of goodwill, uh, and I guess it's appropriate for the time of year it is. HBO Max has announced that they will be removing Chappelle Show. From their streaming service, as requested by Dave Chappelle at the end of the year. So come January 1, you will no longer be able to watch that stuff on HBO Max. Um, One of the executives at HBO Max put a statement out and said, we had a conversation with Dave. I won't get into it, but it's very clear that it's a very unique and specific and emotional issue he's got. So at the end of the year, December 31st, we're going to honor his request and take the show down. All I can say is, HBO Max, you are just continuing to turn me into the shill you never asked for. But we'll never lose. She'll burr over here, huh? Oh, damn. We're still going. <laughs> Week two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I ju- it's just a classy move. I look, I mean, they're a, they're a new startup service. They didn't have to do it contractually. We all know that by Dave's speech uh, uh, called Unforgiven, which was a fantastic monologue he gave. Yeah. It's not even funny, no. but it's riveting. It, the whole thing is I, he could tell me the story about how AIDS came about. And I would be just I would just be. Yeah. And then what He's happened? He's a great Dave? storyteller. He really is. He's a fantastic. I feel like, I feel like the, the story of how AIDS came to be is the one story I don't want him to tell me. It's like, yeah, what? literally, like almost literally anything except that. Yeah. And then a prostitute spit in a married man's mouth, and he went home and kissed his wife. It's like, oh, maybe I do want him to tell me that story. <laughs> oh, Dave. I like where this is going. This is, this is, I mean, clearly that's kind of hot. Is that that's, weird? That's not how it started, but that's uh, how it spread. Yeah, th- this is just an all-around uh, classy move by HBO Max. I mean, you know, they didn't have to do this. Like I said, they're they're a newer service. They do have a lot of nice things coming down the pipe. Yeah. Uh, it, it, so it, I don't know. It just gives me confidence. It, a little tinge of optimism in an otherwise absolute dog shit year. Uh, and obviously, there was probably a lot of public pressure after Dave Chappelle's yeah. speech. So I'm not just yeah. saying they did it out of the kindness of their hearts oh, no. alone. No, I mean it's definitely still. it's definitely a reaction to to un 
Unforgiven. You know I mean, right. like, because he literally says at the end, he's like, like you guys are going to pay me what you owe me or I can take it. Like the whole, the whole thing comes full circle. Yeah. You know I mean, uh, yeah, that's why he's such a good fucking order, dude. He's, Love it. He's one of the, like you, you said it, man. Like, it's just he's he's an entertainer through and through. He's an interesting guy. He's yeah. so intelligent and so well spoken. Uh, and like there's there's been a few times where he's released like political, like not not even political, but like social commentary videos recently. Where it's just yeah. him talking about, uh, you know, about the uh, current events, things, things that have happened and talking about his own personal life. And you always find yourself just enamored by it. I mean, just like just yeah. like just hook, line and sinker. Yeah. Um, After George Floyd, he had had the one. I can't remember. It's called like 846 or something like that. Um, yeah. Where like it, you know, the way people have, were posting about it on Facebook, I'm like, oh, he did a random stand up out of nowhere. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll watch it. And there were almost no jokes in it. He was just talking about like police brutality and his experience with it and his thoughts on it. And it's like you really do like he's just one of those people. He's so charismatic that when he talks, you just stop everything you're doing and listen. Yeah. He just has that voice. He has that way of talking, these cadence to his words. He's very like you're like magnetized by it. Yeah. Um, and I think people realize that like a, a, a lot of people, you know, multi-generation, multi-generationally have a lot of respect for him. So it's kind of like you don't want to be the new um, up and coming streaming service that pisses Dave Chappelle off. So, right. of course, there was public pressure. But I agree. It's still with all these like grimy moves from corporations i'm not going to complain when one of them does something that's pretty you know pretty cool thing to do so yeah uh nice little above board move there from them and to, to, to shift it somewhere a little bit more positive uh to close it out in that video that we're talking about uh unforgiven dave does hint at the idea that he's been kicking around to redo or reboot Chappelle's show under yes, a different name, did. under a different name, because Comedy Central yeah. and Viacom yeah. and Parent Company own own his name and likeness, apparently, uh, for TV and perpetuity throughout the universe. Yeah. Don't forget, yeah, perpetuity. All right, yeah. uh, so moving on, we have we have some we have some some fucking dog shit news to cover, and then we'll keep going. Um, they they uh, apparently someone somewhere thinks that it's a real good idea to remake Revenge of the Nerds, and I don't know why. Uh, that film ah, yes. was. <laughs> The magna, yeah. the Magnus, the magnum opus of rape culture, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That movie is not uh, good. In more, more so, was it not like this cultural touchstone that some people have tried to, yeah. you know, relate to me that it is? It also has not aged well, even a little bit. They do some real off color shit in that yeah. movie for laughs. It's Animal House for rapists, is what it is. Yeah, like it's, it's like, not. There's literally, cool. there's literally like rape in that movie, but they they make it off like it's a, a sight gag, like. She doesn't know who she's fucking. Well, then you're raping her. Let's let's bury that one in a vault. Like, like better yet, let's let's bury that one below an abandoned Russian town, set off a bomb in reverse so that no one will ever find it again. Unless they search. Yeah, yeah unless they search. Before get it in reverse time. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. You, I, I'm, I'm, you weren't supposed to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, so look, let me be clear. They they obviously if they're remaking it. It's not going to they're not going to take all those terrible off color jokes and put them in it. Yeah. Uh, it, it. This is being made by Seth MacFarlane. Oh, God. Um, who I hope is not actually in it because no, he not. loves to put himself in all the <laughs> fucking movies. It said executive producer, but I figured he was going to put himself in it somewhere because I don't know. He's Seth MacFarlane. Uh, Keith and Kenny Lucas are going to be uh, who will write and star in the film. Who? I don't know what these guys look like. I don't I don't know who <laughs> they are. Not good. And, and to be honest with you. <laughs> 
I could have looked it up. I had plenty of time before the podcast, and I care so little about this that I, I was like, "Fuck that!" I'd rather go. I'd rather go hobble around the fucking house with my gimp foot. That was uh, my then, exact experience. I was like, I should probably look them up before we do nah, this. And I was like, I don't nah. care. The, so the thing. <laughs> so not does. only not only do I think the original is not worthy of a, a reboot or a remake, but they said that they will be uh, doing a contemporary reimagining. Uh, yeah, reimagining. That's a word. Reimagining that will, quote, pontificate about today's nerd culture and what even constitutes a geek in the 21st century. That sentence has so much cringe yeah, in it that bad. it might as well be the the fucking writing in the movie Tenant. Like, I. What nerd culture and, and the, the I even hate saying it because culture so, is the so worst. I know I was going to say, stop saying it, please. I, <laughs> what? what? It's so superhero. The superhero genre, as much as it's just Derek may hate it. Yeah, exactly. Is so. It, it has just. Fucking made its way throughout the entire the entirety yeah. of pop culture. It, it is everything now. There is no such thing as nerd culture anymore. Everyone yeah. geeks out about Game of Thrones and to say things like geek out. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like people yeah. like shit. Yeah, That's all it comes things. down to. Yeah, like. That's all it's ever been. They were just fucking ostracized for it a, a couple decades ago. Yeah, but it yeah. now tell me, fuck, t- fucking tell me about it, bro. Yeah, <laughs> be, being being called big gay in grade school is like Star Wars. And then having a girl who's like five to ten years younger than you come over to watch Star Wars and have sex in your thirties. It's just like there's got to be some kind of Strange cosmic experience. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of like cosmic karma. Like like, hey man, you really took one for the team back in like 1998. <laughs> You want some, you want now some. we're gonna give you some bussy yeah, for yeah. all your efforts. <laughs> you want, you Maybe want some thrussy too if you, you play want, play your cards right. Thrussy. Ask her to you call like you a Obi-Wan. scotch of thrussy. Come on, come on, come on, get you some thrussy. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't want to spend a second more on this than we have to. Does do either of you have any? I, other... I literally just want to say I can't think of one person who has worn out their welcome more than Seth MacFarlane. Like there's no one. There's no one that I want to hear about less than Seth MacFarlane. I can't believe he's still a thing. It's like just go away. Just stop. That's it. That's all I have to say. I I hate him. I hate him. How do you feel about Ted? It's dumb. It's dumb. I know you're supposed to like it, but I can't. It's just corny to me. I wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you. Wait, let me ask you a question. What about Ted Two? I never saw Ted Two. <laughs> never, never saw a reason. I saw Ted One one time, and that's as many times as I'll ever see it. As long as I it's live, a, it's a, it's okay. Of the two films, the first one is better, and that's not saying a lot because I don't know. I also am tired of Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, I, I, I gotta be honest. Degree. I mean, like Mark Wahlberg, I still have a soft spot for. Like, I know yeah. I should. I know by all rights, I should. Despite hate Mark all Wahlberg. the hate crimes back in the early nineties, <laughs> yeah. okay, I should hate him so much. Oh, dude, get you someone in Wahlburgers. You know, Mark Wahlberg like went to the mayor of whatever city he was doing those hate crimes in, and was like, "Hey, man, I'm an actor now, and I have money. Can we get rid of those uh, those records?" And he was like, "No, get the fuck out of my city, Mark Wahlberg." <laughs> really? He did. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. He's like, I don't give a no. shit if you're famous. Get the fuck out, Mark. <laughs> Piece of shit. Fuck out of here. That's uh, fucking, okay. that's awesome. Wow. Moving along. I have some sad boy news, and it's only sad for the three of us because uh, we remember the first season of this, and there's not going to be a season. So a uh, couple weeks ago, as is the case with a lot of our articles, we first brought up that the Disney gallery, The Mandalorian, was uh-huh. going to be returning for season two, uh, and and Wednesday, we had some news that the Disney Gallery Mandalorian season two is only going to be a one hour behind the scenes special. Womp womp. I'm big sad about that. I was hoping for another 
eight episode thing. They were yeah. all a joy to watch. All the round tables with directors and actors popping in, yeah. um, talking about the special effects crew. I would have loved to just like give me more of that shit. Yeah. This is cool that we're getting it still, but it's only an hour. It's coming out Christmas Day, so cool. You're sitting around after everybody opens the presents, right. you pop it on. But uh, I don't know. It makes me big sad. I'm okay with it, to be honest. Like I thought that season one was really excellent, but I did, I did, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did skim it though. Like I want, I only want, I didn't watch it like front to back. So like uh, okay. the fact that they're like doing another one is awesome because we kind of. But I think like in that article that was linked, was it, basically it said like. A lot of the stuff, uh, a lot of the reason that, that they had like an eight episode thing, it was like a lot of the technology was new. It's not new anymore. Like we know yeah. of it now. So there's just not as much to cover. I get that. Um, it'd be nice if it was longer than an hour, but like, I don't mind it not being a whole eight episode thing. It's not like the biggest boner to throner to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> episode back, title callback. Yeah. The um, boner de throner. Boner de throner. Um, I think less is more with this, because, I mean, like, you see shows like, you know, The Talking Dead, where it's literally just an hour of sucking the show that came before its dick every week, and you're you're amazed that they have an audience for it, and that it's on, it's been, it's been on, I think, like, since season three, and it's still on. Like, it follows, they play a show, they play a show where they talk about a show, and they play a rerun of that show, and then they play, I don't know. Is Hardwick still doing it? I mean, he was, yeah, last I checked, but I... Oh, Jesus. Whoa, guys, what about that episode you just saw? Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I had that conversation with my friends who I actually want to hear their opinions of. Yeah, but not, um, but not about The Walking Dead. Never about The Walking Dead. No, yeah. fuck that show. No, it's really not much to say, uh, is there? No? Yeah, no, there's not. <laughs> All right, uh, moving along to the next piece of news. I, so this is surprising for two reasons. So two stars on the set of Jackass 4. What? There's a fucking Jackass 4? I didn't know this was happening. Did you guys know this was happening? I had no idea. No. I mean, if we knew, let's be real. The eventuality of this happening was very high because they're all getting older and, and they're running out, out of, of fucking money. money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Virtual high five for the second time. <laughs> uh, they're all getting older. They're all running out of fucking money. And they needed to use their fucking bodies to make more again. So they'll be good for another couple of years because all their side projects fizzle because beyond being human trash cans, they have no other real <laughs> skills in life. <laughs> and uh, look, look, Steve O's turned his life around. I know he's not a drug addict anymore. He's clean. That's cool. His voice is like grating nails on a chalkboard to yeah, listen so to. Bad. His voice is so harsh that it files down his teeth. Like he's. he's <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> His voice is so harsh, you can clean out a fucking grimy tub with it. Like, you just dump some Steve-O yeah. voice out. It's, we're talking like steel, the... vocal cords made of steel wool. Like, that guy. Oof. If you murder somebody, you dump some Steve-O voice in the <laughs> vat with them, and it yeah. will dissolve the bones. You someone scream at the dead body. And it's just fucking, like, <laughs> fucking get, That's like the Thanos snap, dude. That's how they did it. <laughs> Look, so uh, anyway, beyond that bullshit, uh, Bam Margera posted a video to his personal website saying that Knoxville himself and Steve-O injured themselves while, quote, jumping on a full speed treadmill with band equipment. <laughs> OK, well, that's a sounds like a funny thing to watch. One of which was a fucking tuba. Um, and that was basically it. So you, I, I didn't know. 
Go ahead. Pretty sure it said actually that he signed off by going rock on, which is <laughs> well, as I was embarrassing as that. everything else that Bam Margera has done in the past 10 years. That's like the best thing he's done in the past 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all, all he's done besides that is become an alcoholic and get fat, right? And just like sweat. Yeah, yeah. It'd be weird. Yeah, like he's got like the weird alcoholic fat head. Yeah. The thing and is, it's, like, it's, seeing yeah. how bad things have gotten for him, like he was on like celebrity rehab and all that shit, like. Yeah. I'm not really ready to go back and watch him hurt himself for money. It's just going to be yeah. sad. It's going to yeah, be. It feels depressing. fucked up, right? Yeah, like I mean, I, like, I, I, yeah, like I, I'll I'll pay to watch someone beat the shit out of Johnny Knoxville for two and a half hours because fuck that guy, bad grandpa. You made people pay for bad grandpa. Yeah, I I would literally watch him get beat up and just in my head keep going. Yeah, this is what you get. Mm-hmm. This is what you get. I'm getting my money's out of you right now. Class action park, huh? Yeah, well, fuck you, bro. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Hey, fuck shit. it. I didn't even. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Derek, the craziest, any thoughts about this? Yeah, the craziest thing about it is that, like, more of them aren't dead. Like, only, like, three <laughs> oh, of them. Really? Like, their whole thing is, like, doing dumb shit. And it's, like, Ryan Dunn. There's, it's really just a couple of them died. It's, like, amazing. I mean, a few of them are on their way out, right? Like, bam, he's not looking good, man. That liver can't be no. doing well. But, yeah. uh, you know, the thing, the thing is, it, it's like a matter of my, my nostalgia glasses are on. I will 100% go see this. I loved watching Jackass as a kid. It might be sad now that I'm in my 30s. Yeah, it might be right? Like, Guys, stop. But that's almost more of a reason to go see it. Just to like, <laughs> you know, like. Nobody really got a career out of that except for Johnny Knoxville, and even his didn't last a whole very long. Yeah, I mean that's like career. You know, what yeah. I mean? like you yeah, have yeah. to put the air quotes he, in there. He did the movie where he pretended to be a special needs kid. Remember that? Oh yeah, Ooh. I, I do. Where, where they, yeah. they, they they literally <laughs> stole the script of a South Park episode and made it a full length movie. Yeah, hey, God, where where you'll remember such uh, well written jokes as "Oh my Lanta." <laughs> Hey, we should have a uh, Johnny Knoxville watch along party. No, we shouldn't. No, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't I, want I, that. I, I honestly want to watch The Ringer with you guys. Like, I don't know if it, it would ever be something we could actually show people, but <laughs> yeah, it might I be mean, offensive just to see us laugh at it. So we'll have to just like be totally stone faced the entire yeah, time. But that won't be hard though because I remember it being are. a joyless, painful experience. If I'm being honest, like I think the only thing funny about it is the desperation in Johnny Knoxville's eyes in every single shot. You can tell that he. He knows he's made a mistake. He should have. He should have at least leaped through the script before he signed on to go full R word. Yeah, but as because as we've as we've established yeah. in in uh, Tropic Thunder, you never go full R word. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we should see how well we can do an entire podcast with it on in the background for all of us. <laughs> it's like a challenge mode. Like yeah, yeah. how ignorable is this movie? <laughs> uh, That's hard mode. I'd also like to take a vote that we that we for, from henceforth instead of using the, the well i mean obviously we, we don't really use the r word as it is but we could we could call people tiktoks right <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can call people cool guys if you're if we're, uh, tom segura's your mom's house podcast yeah. shout out <laughs> he's a real cool guy <laughs> yeah we i i'm good with tiktok tick calling people tiktoks uh, <laughs> it's done it's canon all right. Uh, next up on the docket, also surprising because, well, for Derek didn't know this was being made. I I had heard rumors of it a little bit ago, but seeing this man's face and he needs no introduction because he's been obsolete from the film industry for uh, over a decade. He hasn't really done anything, um, but coming to America and that's coming to coming to numeral to America mm. is happening. 
the sequel to the original Coming to America made back in the late 80s, I think, with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, uh, with none other than James Earl Jones as King Joffer. They are making a sequel. It's coming to Amazon Prime Video because streaming services get everything nowadays. Uh, And they've released their first look images from the film. And God damn, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall have not aged a day. I genuinely, when you linked that in chat, thought that it was a still from the original movie. I was like, okay, why are we talking about this movie? It's a good (laughs) movie. But how was that news? Like, I'm not even kidding. I thought that like they have not aged at all. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they both look really fucking good. Like, yeah, Scott, if you're pulling up the article, the header image for the article is is the still frame from the movie. And it's like, what the fuck? Like seriously, I mean, I th- I think you guys are crazy. <laughs> I think you're what? Like, I think you're I think you're crazy. I mean, Eddie Murphy clearly looks like thirty years older than he was not coming to America. There's not a what? There's not a sagging wrinkle on that man's Where, face. Point out one wrinkle, highlight it, and send it to the group chat. <laughs> I'm not, we're not talking wrinkles. He has he has smooth, almost beautiful chocolate porcelain skin. But he's it's but but you, I, but you can see in the sunken eyes. You can see. You can see there's a bit of defeat in his eyes when yeah, you really yeah, see it. Our city like, hall looks like he's been trying to get a gig for 20 years and he's even yeah. and now that he has one, he's not happy with it. So like <laughs> look at that fucking face. Oh god, look you ruined the- that still for me. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> look at his face. Like, he's, like, he's like, man, I got I just gotta get a job, I got all your bills, I got Yeah, he's a- like, actually I-, I do have enough money. What the fuck am I doing <laughs> yeah, here right now? Yeah, yeah. I saw like yeah. To me, in that still image, they both look like they're maybe three or four heavy coke parties. Uh, <laughs> then when the last time we saw them, they look, that's it. Yeah, they, I, I, no, they look like they just dabbed all the sweat off like their foreheads years, before though, someone like. took a picture. Like they are, they look like they're at the coke party. <laughs> that's why he's dressed that way. Clearly. Um, anyway, so th- this film is coming out March fifth, twenty twenty one. You know, who, maybe it's coming out right around the same time as the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. So that's something that has nothing to do with the other thing. The uh, the <laughs> film is you're just so excited also, about it, though, right? Yeah, I just couldn't help but mention it again. <laughs> so here's another thing: James Earl Jones is coming back as King Jaffe Jaffe Jaffe. Yeah, Jaffe Joffer. I think. I mean, I feel like that how can't be right? <laughs> how <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> King Jaffe Joffer. Uh I mean, how old is he? I was right going to say he can't look good. He's it's going to be sad. He's, he's to in just his nineties. There's, yeah. there's a still of him in the in the in that article, oh, and he really? looks very. Old. I mean, he looks very good for his age, but he is. Oh yeah, very old. Yeah, uh, it's like he can't open his eyes the whole way. He's eighty. It's very sad. <laughs> he's eighty nine. So he's, you know. Grandpa's just sleepy, kids. Don't I mean, worry. he made it 12 years past average age of death for men. Good for him, you know, but it's also coming any day now, James. Be careful. <laughs> well, I, I'm pretty sure in the movie, like, oh he, it's, he passes away and Akeem has to become king. So, I mean, kind of Are you saying up. it would be on brand? It would be okay for James Earl Jones to die because it happens in the movie? Is that the point that you're... No, I, no you know what? Actually, finish your thought. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Please get to the point that you're going to make with that. What if, what if he, what if, <laughs> what if they're hiding the fact that he passed away in the middle of filming? There's right? no so way they would do that for coming to America too. I mean, like, they, they, didn't do that for, they didn't do that for Carrie Fisher. Why the fuck? Well, they- I, I know they wouldn't do it. This is my Marvel what if scenario. Oh, okay. 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 
scenario, scenario, whatever. One of them is more pretentious than the other. Uh, they, I mean, what? Yeah, what if they just didn't tell anybody? And they were like, "Well, fuck it, we got to rewrite the script because he just passed away." This man's fucking eighty nine years old. He's like, th- <laughs> he's like a decade and a half past expected life, his exp- uh, past life expectancy. Yeah. For African American males and just males in general, because we have a shitty lifespan. It's impressive. That That's he's what I'm thinking. saying. He's he's going. He's gonna. He, he's almost know. weak. He almost looks weak. In a Bernie's that picture. Like someone's holding his eye. Yeah, he's, he's, he's popped up, man. He's what do you think <laughs> his secret to longevity is, though? Because he's he's a hev- he's a heavier set man. Having really a is. great voice. That's yeah. what does it. Just yeah. boom. Just that booming. Just the bass underneath there just sustains him. It lifts him up, as well as the rest of us. That, 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 that explains note. nothing though, because Steve would have been dead in, in his twenties. <laughs> <laughs> We've already covered that. His voice is somehow deep and shrill at the same time, though. It's like makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. His voice contradicts do itself. You, do you think that Steve O knows that? No, never mind. <laughs> no, I, I okay. These are always the best. Please yeah. continue. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to do with drugs, I think. Do you so think? You do you think Steve O knows that Bam Margera wishes it was him? Yes. Okay. I think Holy he goes to set every day. <laughs> it just hit me like it's for a second wave. Like, I, I, think I, every day I, I drive Lincoln Drive every day, man. I get it. Like Ryan shouldn't have, should have been driving, especially not drinking on Lincoln Drive. Uh, but Steve-O climbs billboards and, and staples shit to his dick. So like, how the fuck did he outlive anybody? Doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Yeah. Every time they meet up, Bam's probably like, just really wish Ryan was here. You know? <laughs> Just really wish we still had him with us. You know what I mean, Steve? How have you been? How have you been doing? It's real awkward between Bam and Steve. Yeah, well, especially because like, like Bam Bam gained a bunch of weight, was on Celebrity. Uh, what, Is he what? still a biggin? Is he still a big boy? He's a biggin. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He somehow has aged past Phil, his father. It's real scary. <laughs> he uh, has outaged him. Yeah, but he, he was on Celebrity. Uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, I said it earlier. Celebrity rehab? rehab. Yeah, yeah. And, and Steve O married Kat Von D. Like, what? Really? Yeah. She lets you the, come in her? Like, I mean, like. Semite? That's weird of him to do. <laughs> Wait, she Maybe he's into is, that. is she anti Semitic? Oh, big time. Yeah. She, like, really? left a tattoo parlor where, like, the owner was Jewish and, like, Are left you a signed picture of her that said, like, you're going to burn in hell, Jew, or something like that. Yeah. What? Yeah. Really rough stuff. No, I'm serious. Look it up. That's did she, not. Did she no, write, did, I did she write the note with one of her overpriced, cheaply made lipsticks? <laughs> oh, got her. Yeah, she's a piece not. of Scott, shit. She's got to sell that to somebody. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, all right. So coming to America has happened. I keep wanting to say coming to America, too. I'm so glad they did the numeral because coming to America, too, was feels like such a but trait. Is this going to be confusing, say. though? Because there's going to be a whole lot of people who don't know they made a sequel to it. It's releasing just streaming services in the middle of a pandemic. There's going to be like entire generations who don't know this movie exists. And you're going to try to yeah. talk about coming to America. And you're going to have that like who's on first moment with your like great grandmom or someone. Or, well, well, not great grandmom. She did. But with, with, <laughs> with, like, with, like, with like an uncle or an aunt or something or an old an older guy at work. You'll have that fucking who's on first. No, the guy on first. Who? For like 20 minutes trying to explain <laughs> that you're talking about. Trying to explain that you're talking about a sequel where it's a numeral two as opposed to the original that had the same fucking name. It's going to confuse yeah. a lot of boomers is all I'm saying. Yeah, it's true. Bringing up a, a, a Marx Brothers joke a hundred years later on a podcast was really that was a big dick move. I got to say that was really Thank I appreciate you. that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. The sleepy sleeve was coming in hot and fresh with that one. <laughs> yeah. 
Every time I wear this shirt, I'm sleepy sleeveless. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, all I will say to wrap that up is that I can't wait to see the shitty ripoff of McDowell's once again, because that was my favorite part of the original. Just yeah. his complete brand ripoff of McDonald's was just so funny. Um, all right. Any final thoughts on that before we... I'm with you. I can't wait to see it. That's it. I, I loved the first one. I remember so little of it, but I do remember the yeah. McDowell's bits. Just, yeah. And they were really good. So it, in any normal circumstance, I would not be worried or excited about this because it feels like a cash grab. But Murphy's been having somewhat of a comeback with yeah. Dolomite and a couple other films he's been in recently that have been pretty fucking good. Uh, so I, I yeah, for for all intents and purposes, I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, all right. So. We have two more things to talk about. Both of them are controversies. And then uh, we'll move on to our final topics. So you got to do jazz hands when you say controversies. Controversies. Mm, very important. Will you spirit fingers? Um, yeah, spirit <laughs> fingers. Uh, the first is Twitch is outlawing the words simp and incel as sexually disparaging insults. So clarification, because when I read the headline, I thought they were banned. They're not banned. The words are not banned, but won't be allowed when used to negatively for, refer to another person's sexual practices i don't know what the fuck that means that it, sounds like some real gray language yeah it's not yeah. a sexual practice to send someone a thousand dollars and then not pay your rent because your dick's small that's not sexual <laughs> preference <laughs> it's not i'm sorry it's just it's just it's, it, no it's it, this is a way for them to control to like vaguely control language so that people can't be shamed for doing things that are horrifically irresponsible with their money uh and it's because naturally a lot of these these female streamers and like bigger streamers who have gigantic followings. A lot of, a lot of their revenue is, is raised by these simps. And when these simps donate, Twitch doesn't have to pay them <laughs> as much for, you know what I mean, like they, they, of course they're going to keep making you advertisement money. If other people are just giving them money for free, why would you want to have a negative connotation on, or a regular or, or slang terminology for somebody who dumps all their free time and money into someone that you're profiting off? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just yeah. think it's dumb. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just like, oh, won't somebody think of the incels? No. <laughs> why would we? We don't have to. We don't ever want to think about them. I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. It just feels like I don't even know what it feels like. This is just stupid to me. Like, it's just like coming up with rules and regulations for the sake of coming up with rules and regulations. Yeah. It's like, it's like a woke move or something like, don't worry, guys. We're still thinking of everyone. Like, the fuck are it you talking about? Who cares? It's just so weird because they're not like you. So you're allowed to still use this word if you're not using it to disparage somebody. Yeah, so it's but like it, uh, you only can't use it when you're being mean. Like what? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It in makes what no other sense. derogatory <laughs> term is that acceptable? Like, it's not like you can. Sure. Is it acceptable with the R word? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It, no. It's not like you can like the, the, the disparaging word for homosexuals. It begins with an F that we all are very aware of cannot be used in, in normal everyday conversation as long as you're not using it to disparage homosexuals. Like it's a fucking word that you just don't say. We had to yeah. push it out of our fucking uh, out of our out of our society because it's a shitty thing. That it's, it's a nasty word to use for people. And the, if you're going to do that for these words, which yeah. I disagree with, because the word simp and incel is nowhere near that status. No, there's no there's no. Then you just got a hard ban them. You don't do a fucking halvesies. You have one toe in the fucking pool like, oh, yeah. it's cold. Yeah. I'm going to go get some more uh, swimming chunks. Like, on. You can use these these disparaging mean words as long as you're not being disparaging or mean to anybody. Like what? Right. Like, like, like what the fuck? But that's what I mean. I really don't think that these words are disparaging or mean, and it's kind of like insulting to lump it in with things that are really fucking. Oh yeah, agreed. Hundred percent. So it's like, what? Like, what was the point? I'm assuming like the distinction is like, so you can probably say something like, "Oh, I don't mean to be a simp." Like you're kind of like taking the piss out of yourself a little bit. But yeah, I 
I don't know. It just to even make a rule for it is just it's it's just so stupid. Like, it's wh- just a- a- every couple of weeks we have something new with Twitch that's just like at this point I'm not even surprised anymore. It, it's just dumb. Yeah, there, someone there's a tweet here in the article that uh, somebody not sure who he is. Maybe he's important. I don't care. Uh, the fact that Twitch globally bans the words incel and simp, all, which is not true. They did not globally ban them, as we just spoke of, but yeah. but doesn't ban all too common racial slurs and misogynistic terms says a whole lot, don't you think? Yeah, that's true. So people, there's a lot of like workarounds to saying some of the most common hate speech uh, that people use all the time on Twitch and other platforms, and they don't they don't dig in on that. I just it, it just feels so stupid. And look, I, I'm on Chris. Can you say some of those words just out <laughs> no. loud? Just so I know no, to avoid them. Good. Can you? <laughs> OK. No, it's just, their TOS is Swiss cheese. It makes no fucking sense. And I'm, I'm saying that as somebody who also that was so satisfying. That was such a great analogy. Yeah. That was like, mm. yeah, I, and I'm saying <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that for, for several reasons. Once there's a bunch of fucking holes in it. And also. It's it's is Swiss cheese even good? When's the last time you had a piece of Swiss? And you're like, fuck yeah! Like it's it's flavorless garbage cheese. I'm sorry that you like it. If you do, <laughs> listeners, uh, Swiss is used well to complement certain things, but never to eat by itself. I would never advocate no. anybody eat Swiss ever by themselves. It's garbage. Yeah, but there are some like sandwiches and stuff. So, where I think so, it so goes what well. you're saying here is that if you eat it with, with if you eat it with something that's strong enough to mask its terrible flavor, it's good. Then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What you're saying it compliments yeah, some me. things like no, no, yeah, well, fuck me then, right? I mean, I mean, uh, it, it may compliment some things, but they're like backhanded compliments, like, oh, I can't believe, like, you pull that off, I could never do that, I would never wear that, you know, like, like, what is yeah. it? like, like, like it's Swiss cheese is a country, you're so, you're a so country. Swiss for wearing is actually that. pretty good when you can't yeah. taste it whatsoever or even <laughs> yeah, notice yeah. its presence at all. Swiss cheese is like a threatened, a threatened cheerleader. Like like she's she's in her junior year and the new the new freshmen are kind of like <laughs> you know she's got to okay. she's got to let them know that she that she's she's queen bee you know what I mean yeah uh but there was a point to this fuck <laughs> where, where where do we start uh oh yeah Swiss all, cheese all that, they're, they're, yeah. they're TOS the TOS they don't enforce it across the board it's different sets of rules yeah. for different people depending on how how first of all how heavily is your stream monetized how much money can they make off of you there's there's been uh, streamers that have literally said the n word live. And not even suffered a, a temporary ban or, or anything like that, or even a yeah. you know like it's it's just or Alinity like throwing her fucking cat across the room. Just yeah, like you know, like, this yeah, very just, different yeah. rules for There's, for different people. Yeah, and it just it yeah. doesn't make any sense because like like you said, man, like it's again like there's a lot of the words that are banned in, in like normal speech, everyday conversation. A lot of words that if you have to say the first letter of the word to say what the word is, you know that there's generations of hate and pain ingrained in that yeah. word you know yeah. like with the f word and the n word the r word not so much i mean still not still not nice to say we, we, yeah we'll, so we'll, we'll, we'll r word it you know what i mean we'll give it that, that, yeah. that letter treatment uh but simp and incel baby no fear just yeah, send it out. Yeah, like, i feel like maybe we should all say it one time simp incel simp, there i went incel. Simp. there you go Simp for Satan. <laughs> Simp for we, we're old school rockin' simp, okay? Yeah. We're, you guys are just hopping on the bandwagon now. We here at the Cynical Nerd have been, have been espousing the hate for simps and incels since the beginning. Maybe not incels, but you guys deserve yeah. it too. Yeah. If, 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 they, oh. if they ban furry and weeb, like, who will we shit on? Well, Please. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who? Please. Who will Please we ban yeah. furries and no, no. What I mean, we're like, saying is, this is a safe haven for, you can always come to TCN and say simp and incel. We're never gonna yeah. get mad at you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, two thirds of us have have you know girlfriends or wives that we live with. So clearly, there's no there's no incel among among us. 
Unless it's me. And the other one's dipping in strange every other week. So, you know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> these are these are these are hard times to be single. I've come to the I've come to the realization that my only option uh in my thirties during a pandemic is either to date moms okay. or convicts. It's it's rough. Ooh, tough choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really yeah. on well, the line. One there, might say it? he's he's making thick in the warm. You know, every week. <laughs> I'm sorry. No? What? <laughs> making thick in the warm. <laughs> it was a reference to uh, the fucking Netflix show. Uh, I had no like, idea what maybe, you meant, but which is just made the, it so much funnier. <laughs> the Nick Kroll show, the animated one. Uh, fuck, I can't think of the name. Oh, Big Mouth with all the yes. boy and girl touchers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Missed so that gross. one. Sorry. There's, there's, a, there's a coach there who talks about it like he's a, a kid and he goes, I'm making thick into warm. <laughs> Oh yeah. God! If you haven't watched that show, it's actually pretty funny because, and it's, it's a bonus because you don't have to look at Nick Kroll's fucking face the whole time. You yeah, just but, he, but, but his animated face looks just like his real face, and it's still hard to look at. <laughs> true. Having, having said that, true. though, like I tried to watch that show, but it just it's too it's it's so weird. Even watching cartoon children talk about their sexuality for a half hour time, I can't. It's do a it. little uncomfortable. Yeah, sometimes, it's just, it's yeah. really uh, just. The whole, thought, the, the whole gangbang and the pillow thing, I just couldn't, I couldn't get past Dude, it. Dude, it's so fucking funny. And I, and honestly, I, I think it's, I think it's good to have out there. Not, I, I'm not even saying it like facetiously, it's very unironic, like to have a show that will openly talk about sexuality when you're a young kid going into puberty, I think can be important for people. People are awkward. It's the conversation no one wants to fucking have. And I don't want to get too deep on this, but. I don't know. The show's really funny, and it's all shit that we all went through as a kid, but never fucking talked about. Yeah. Because who's going to talk about how they tried to fuck their stuffed animal because they were so horny as a fucking eleven year old or twelve year old or whenever you first started I'm, going to puberty? I'm sorry, I never did. I never did that. Yeah, well, I just you, I just jammed my dick into my mattress. Like I would just press <laughs> it into it just for something about the pressure. It was just I don't know. I never did the whole sock thing because I, then I would that's lose gotta, a sock. That's got to be a myth. I need this. Coming, like, doesn't feel good to come in a sock. It can't. There's no way that feels good. I mean, I did it once. Have you, have you ever worn a sock you on your try hand? It, even right? <laughs> have you ever worn a sock on your hand? Even like wriggled your finger? And be like, oh man, that's that's a weird texture. I don't like that on my fingertips. Why would you want that on the tip of your dick? Why would you? Why would why would you want that? I don't know because you're uh, a horny twelve year old huh? looking around the room for places to to make fucking coons. If you saw a vagina why. that looked like an old sock that you had worn before, there's no way you would fuck that <laughs> vagina, even as a horny twelve year old. So what made you put your dick in that sock, boys and girls? Well, I guess, well, I guess the, boys, boys, because you girls. just you just unintentionally made another fucking subgenre on Pornhub. <laughs> Vaginas that look yeah, like bravo. socks. No, I mean it's. It's probably all in the amateur section, if we're being honest. You gotta sift through <laughs> like an old-timey prospector. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit next to the river of Pornhub, sifting through yeah. horrible subgenres. Mm-hmm. Alright, I don't know how we got to this point in conversation, but I gotta reel us back in. We have one can, more thing to talk about. Can I go about. pee before we do this? Can I? About, okay, sure. Just get my peas out now. Yeah, take, mm-hmm. take your potty break. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take my oh, peas. Oh, hey, Ron. How's it going? What, what do we have to disparage this time while he's away? Uh, I mean, I think that would be a good time to plug uh, our Ask TCN. Oh, I agree, but I, I like to I like to hate something, and then and then plug. I'll start plugging. How's that? Okay. So, you know, much like we did at the beginning, we can find all three of us on various streaming services. Uh, that the guy who walked away to empty his a very tiny bladder is uh, Doctor Gloom MD on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, I'm TCN Plays on Twitch and Twitter, and then we have Scott. Scott, where can they find you? I'm Swearwolf on Twitch, Twitter. Uh, YouTube and 
Facebook gaming, but I, I don't feel good about Facebook gaming. I'm not, no, you don't like it so far? I mean, it just it feels weird, because like my, my uncle will be like, hey, man, this looks like fun. You're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're on the, that's the boomer platform. Yeah, it really is. Um, If you have a question for us, you can tweet at us. We are at the Schmeg Nerd, S-H-M-E-G Nerd. Uh, if you have a question for us, hashtag ask TCN. If you have a correction for us, what's up, Ron? It is uh, asked uh, uh, if you have a correction for us. Sorry, it's hashtag fuck TCN. And we'll be checking those weekly. Uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at questions at the cynical nerd dot com. And uh, I think I've plugged all the things. I mean, we have a YouTube channel where we put up the podcast weekly in video format so you can see all of our faces. We tend to reference sight gags more often uh you know than i expect us to so watching them on youtube is a good idea but hey morning commute can't beat the morning commute yeah every monday morning i listen back to myself ramble uh it's a good time i i've i found myself listening to it throughout the week just to kind of like make sure that i don't hate myself if i'm being honest (laughs) (laughs) but but also like dude like there's always at least one or two bangers every week where like one of you guys has me like pulling over on the side of the road and crying like there's something Derek said on like i think one of our earlier episodes, we talked about like Colin Farrell. Like, oh, we're gonna make you look like a reheated baconator. You, 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 you okay with that? Reheated baconator. Like, for some way, just like the tone and the delivery of that, the way you said that, just like had me sobbing uncontrollably, just, like trying to smoke a cigarette on the side of the highway, just crying, laughing. Yeah, it was. It's my. Right. It's my favorite thing. Uh, getting back into it, we have one more news article. Which we're gonna baconator. By the way, I'd put my penis <laughs> right in it. I mean, he's a handsome fella. Even with the what, now he's not. Never mind. I what, do you think, what do you think's in the sauce on the baconator? I can never place a flavor profile on that sauce. I don't want. I don't want to know. I don't want to no. know. I might not love them anymore, and I can't risk it, that. It's probably just cholesterol, right? Like they <laughs> just it. cholesterol. They, they and bottle sodium. it. <laughs> they bottle it and, and just brush it on. It it kind of to me tastes like a Thousand Island dressing a little bit, a little but, bit. But but there's more to it. It's like it's got like a weird sweet tangy. Like it's like they mix Thousand yeah. Island dressing and like shitty barbecue sauce. Fair. It works. Yeah. Fair. All right, let's blast through this this big old news uh, article here so that we can get on to our final finale conversation for The Mandalorian. So before we do, boys, there have been quite a hubbub about the release surrounding Cyberpunk. A hubbub. A hubbub, you say. A kerfuffle, even. Has there been? I've heard nothing of this. Yeah, there's been quite a lot of uh, Chris. Quite a lot of uh, I can't think of another fucking word for it. Of uh, I don't know strife. Hullabaloo! Around, Hullabaloo! Uh, hu- I was gonna say that one. I was like, now that's so rare. Even I feel like even amongst old timey people, they didn't say hull. They were like, fuck that guy. We just say hullabaloo. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven has released, and there has been a whole bunch of problems for them at launch. There have been the, the so apparently the PS four and Xbox versions don't run very well. Uh, to the point where PSN and Xbox have now pulled it off of their stores, which is a kind of a big fucking deal mm-hmm. uh, on PC. It is a resource intensive monster, but it plays pretty well as long as you have a decent computer uh, for 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 me. It's been running great, but I have a 3080, um, you know, I, <laughs> not uh, to brag. Yeah, not it's just a little humble brag there. <laughs> uh, I, there's just a lot to talk about when I mentioned Cyberpunk 2077's release. So and I don't really know where we want to focus our efforts. There, there's been. Uh, they, there have been uh, re- released reports, sorry for stuttering there, of the fact that the executives knew they were releasing a kind of a half-baked version. It's the reason they didn't show gameplay on those older consoles. They were always showing PC. Uh, however, 
even as far as when they announced the first uh, delay, they they announced to people they were like, well, the game is complete, but we just have to work out the bugs. And it's like, well, OK, there are developers saying that wasn't true. Like they the they faced a kind of roundtable with the developers, and one of the developers said, "Why did you say that? It was not true. The game was not finished. Then we had to go through all this crunch. Um, it, people feel mis- misled. They feel frustrated. I am very in a weird spot with this article, and I, I'll go into why after you guys give your initial thoughts on it. But uh, I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I got a little bit of both. A little bit of column A, a little column B here. So Scott. How does all of this hit you and your initial thoughts on the game itself? You did play a little bit of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a beautiful game. Uh, it plays... I mean, oh, my experience has been, for the most part, pleasant. Uh, it plays smoothly. I mean, I've had some, I had some issues where my, my CPU and my GPU are severely overheated uh, <laughs> since I've started playing it. Uh, but I mean, you know, that could be something on my end. I can't really blame that on the game because it, it doesn't seem like it's using an excessive amount of resources. It doesn't seem like it's really bogging down as much as some people said they've had issues with it. I've only yeah. got, I've only got 16 gigabytes of RAM, and I'm not having any issues or any any kind of like slowdown or anything. But I'm also not in highly populated areas. I'm still in the first couple hours of the game. Um, having said that, uh, I have a lot of issues with it, uh, with with the way that the release was handled. Uh, it, it's indicative of a much larger problem with console gaming right now that I think we'll get into eventually. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of people saying Derek included that that console gaming needs to die. I think there's, I think that's too simplistic. I think that there there is a lot of pressure that came from the community from their fan base that forced them to release a game that was not finished, was not polished, even on PC. Um, but at the same time, CG, uh, CD Projekt Red needs to take responsibility because you can't release uh, a game for last gen or current gen to like like sell people something knowing full well that it's barely going to play on a good 30 to 40 percent of the consoles out there in the market in that current gen and it's it, it is it is kind of a weird thing because we're split uh in this new era where consoles have more of a four to five year life cycle we just call the same console with upgraded processors up upgraded graphics cards something different but we don't commit to a new console generation you know what i mean right right uh, so i mean i that's- and I mean, to go to go along with that, and I'm sorry to interject, but like the PS4 Pro, by all accounts, and the uh, the Xbox, whatever, XX, Triple X, whatever the second version of the Xbox one was, yeah. uh, by all accounts, haven't had the trouble that the original yeah, PS4 right. and Xbox have had. Just lo- it's just, just that, times, that honestly. just yeah. It, it, so it's really just the base models that are having such a hard fucking time with it. And it's it's weird to me that that's the case, because this game has been in development for such a long time that they would have been developing it initially on those consoles. So why is it running so badly with so little a optimization and B just the ability to like turn shit off on consoles. If it's running so piss poorly, it's, it's, it's a weird dichotomy between the two. I I don't quite understand how it can run so poorly on those consoles when it came out just after the relaunch of the next generation. And it's been in development for seven to eight years. It's strange. Uh, It's been four years. They announced it eight years ago, but it's only been in development for the past four. Oh yeah. Okay. But it doesn't, it doesn't negate your point. I mean, it was, it was announced and developed within a console cycle. That's still current. So. Right. Current. I mean, let's, let's be realistic. The Xbox was Xbox uh, One X and the PS4 Pro or current gen. 
their predecessors that came out five years five years before them are last gen now. We're, we're in this we're in this thing where it's perpetually like they they need to either make it so you can switch out and upgrade bits and pieces of your console as they did with like the old N sixty four. Remember you bought you bought that they had that fucking slot in the top, and if you wanted to play, yeah. if you wanted to play like whatever fucking game it was, I think it was like Star Fox sixty four. Majora's Mask. No, no, it was yeah. fucking it was Donkey Kong Country Donkey 60, Kong yeah. sixty four. You had to put that graphics the new graphics card in the top, and like how have we regressed from that? Like, like Nintendo was the king of revitalizing their consoles at midpoints throughout the, the cycle. Like, even three or four times. The Super Scope 6. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, yeah. they, they did so many different things uh, th- throughout the Super Nintendo and N64 era. Even GameCube. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, to me, it doesn't make any sense that we're now at a point where you have to buy the same console two or three times within that 10-year cycle to be able to play relevant. Yeah, to be able to play to be able to play games that that launched for the console you paid for 8 years ago, 9 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I mean that that is a huge problem and that like that that is in part on Microsoft and Sony, not so much Nintendo because Nintendo doesn't have a fucking a dog in this race and Nintendo just does their own fucking thing and doesn't give a shit. Uh, but at the same time, man, like you you have alpha testers, you have beta testers. You didn't have people trying to play it on those old dusty ass consoles. That should have been step one is to see what is our bare system requirements to run this game. Will it run on the shittiest Xbox current gen on the market, the shittiest PlayStation current gen on the market? And somebody just didn't do that, I guess. Or somebody did well, and just didn't give a shit to about how do you how do you press? Right. How do you press like hundreds of thousands or like let's let's say a hundred thousand physical copies of a game? I'm not sure how many they actually made. How do you press physical copies of a game, mass produce it? and sell it, ship it out to GameStop, knowing full well that half the people who get it, or like even 25% of the people who get it, won't even be able to play it. 15 frames per second. Pop, like- so that's what, like, that's where, there's so many aspects to this, right? There's so many avenues yeah. to, so like keeping it on just this one thing. First of all, let me just say, they shouldn't have released it on last gen. Either either A, they shouldn't have released it on last right. gen at all, or B, they should have, since it works on the more current stuff, They sh- and they were pressured to release it, they should have just come out and said, look, all right, we'll release it on the stuff that it works on, but we're going to need time and for last Absol- gen. 110%. Yeah. I thought the same thing when I heard the news. It should That, was- that should have been the move. And they didn't do that. But that being said, like, you know, uh, there's this idea of like, well, what's their plan? What are they going to do? That I, I, I kind of have an issue when people say that because they have been completely candid about like, look, we th- th- they said in their one announcement, we messed up like we made a mistake. And they rolled out their uh, uh, hotfix um, schedule saying, like, it'll be ready by this time. But if you don't want to wait, you can get it refunded. I think that they went about things in the wrong way. I'm not I'm not like a shill for CDPR. Like, I think uh, uh, it should have never been released on those consoles in the state that it's in, because you're absolutely right. If I if those are the only avenues that I had was last gen consoles and I spent $60 on this and it was like unplayable, which it is in some people's case, um, I'd be pissed off. I'd be super yeah. pissed off. But I think that their way of amen- like being amenable to that and saying like, look, we messed up an update is coming. That's going to fix this. But if you can't wait, then, you know, here's your full refund to me is like, all right. Yeah. And then if anything, you can get the um, you can get your refund. And then if you don't, believe, you know, take them at their word, you can get your refund and then wait until that update comes out and then just buy it again with that same money. I think yeah. that they handled that sort of backlash as well as they could have given the fact that they sort of didn't do what they should have initially. Right. And then that, so CD, CDPR has always been good to their community. But that in this case, 
does not excuse what they the the problem is not that you're good at not the way you handled it after release there they seem to be by all accounts you know consumer in mind and, and the kind of forward thinking in that in that department where they're not they're not being greedy holding onto their their you know their fucking purses and saying no you can't have your money back or because you played it for more than two hours Which you know what i mean studios like, have done they've uh, bioware they, yeah. did it with anthem i mean but, just two years ago it's but in and I and I agree with with Derek to a point, but I I can't because they've handled the post launch fucking shitstorm as well as they have excuse what they did behind the scenes beforehand because I I, I had the same exact thought as Derek did and uh, without we hadn't discussed this prior to this conversation, but I, I was just thinking about the entire scenario going through news articles and I was like, well, why didn't they just why didn't they just go look? The game has grown over the years to be this this massive thing beyond the scope of what we even initially had planned, and it no longer runs on these base consoles. And we're sorry, we'll try to optimize it and release it later down the road. But for right now, for the quality that we want to project, which you guys have a, a, a fantastic reputation for releasing high quality games, we aren't going to release it on these consoles because it's going to give you a terrible experience that is not what we want to present to you. And that's all they would have had to do. And sure, people would have been mad, but it's either mad or it's unplayable piece of shit. Like 15 frames per second. That's incredibly shitty. Yeah. Like super fucked. And uh, I'm again, I said I was on the fence about this and I, I am, but not about, it's not so much like, did they or do they not do the right thing? Of course they did the wrong thing behind the scenes. Well, Uh, accountability makes you a giant pussy to reiterate. (laughs) (laughs) oh the callbacks boy i like that we're getting so deep in our archives here that we can we just call back to callbacks here yeah um but it's it's like uh it's hard for me to get super mad at them because i personally haven't had anything but great times with so good and i I don't know how else to fucking say that (laughs) i i didn't want to say that because it basically makes me the person that like yeah, and, uh, this is not my views. It makes you, but it's it makes basically you the, the worst. Like you're, you're, it, you're, it basically you're makes me the white now. person. It basically makes me the white person who says I don't think racism racism exists because yeah, it doesn't happen to me. You what? Like, <laughs> and, and I get like I like I prefaced. It's obviously not the way I feel, and I understand the how those two are related in theory. It's just really hard for me to get mad at them because I've had a good time with it so far. Like I, gunplay I, is fun. So like, for you, the sake what you're of the joke, saying is. It, Every cop that's ever pulled you over has been like a cool dude, and you guys talked about how you played guitar in high school and shit. Right? That was that what you're No, I've actually had some dickhead <laughs> cops, but they weren't. But the important thing was they were not dickheads to me for the color of my skin, and right. that's why that's why I've had uh, privilege my entire life. But that's not what we're getting into right now. Let's get into it. Chris. Um, let's, for the sake of no. the, for the sake of like for the no. sake of the joke, the analogy works, but it's not actually like I, I just don't think to say like oh well I planned ahead of time and i bought a pc or i or i happen to be one of the people that got a ps5 and so you happen to have one of the seven out of nine platforms that had a great release i don't think that you should feel bad for the fact that you saved that money to buy that system that runs it great i'm not saying i don't feel bad for the people who who can't play it because i do but at the same time like i don't think this is like i'm not lighting my pitchfork i mean how many how many um i said that earlier too that makes no sense you either light a torch or grab a pitchfork you don't light a I'm pitchfork. Gonna, no, you can have I'm a hybrid, gonna, man. It, like like the gun blades I, from Final Fantasy VIII. Like maybe it's a pitchfork gonna, and a torch. <laughs> I'm gonna convince Ron to put it on your tombstone. Forever lighting his pitchfork. Lighting my pitchfork uh, in the sky. Right. Um, 
I, I think that PC has gotten so many shitty ports that like the developers, which are not just small time guys like fucking Rockstar has given us uh, uh, PC ports that are awful. And not only yeah. do they not communicate with PC gamers whatsoever, they just never fix it. And so you spent full price on something that doesn't fucking work and nobody's filing a class action lawsuit against them. Like it's just they, they came up with a plan. They fucked up. I'm not saying they didn't fuck up, but they laid out their plan. Here's how we want to fix this. But if you don't want to hang out for it, here's your money back. I, I just don't see. I feel like that's the best way to fix their fuck up. Yeah. And so the fact that this class action law, like I thought it was going to end with that. But then the, the lawsuit, I'm like, come on. Are you kidding me right now? But, yeah, that's I mean, it's more investors that are like that have put bank into this. And now they're seeing their stock tank like, like this. I mean, like we talked about it before in the podcast about how like they were it was they were anticipated to have a net worth of five hundred and fifty six million <clears throat> by the end of by the end of this fiscal year. And you got to you got to imagine this is putting a dent. We're, t- we're probably talking hundreds of millions of dollars off their 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 stock value. Or, yeah. or their, you know, the, the value of their company as a whole. And dude, like, if I was an investor, I'd be fucking furious too, because this is something like, let, let, yeah, this is something where it's, it's just, it's just mis, it's mismanaged. It's, it's all it is. Like, it, I would have rather had this game come out next year, and and be bug completely bug free on PC. Everyone have, would yeah. have. Yeah. everyone agrees I'll, with I'll, that. I'll, well, I'll, everybody I'll, with a brain, anyway. Yeah, I would rather had it only come out on next gen consoles, like like Xbox Series X and PS Five as well. Like, it doesn't need to be like. Again, it's just it's accountability makes you a giant pussy, but it's the, the only way to do good business. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with the investor thing. So the, the laws, that's why that's kind of, again, another kind of reason why I said I was on the fence, because, yes, they fucked up. We're all in agreement. They made terrible decisions behind the scenes to release this game. that does not run on on consoles. They said it would fucking run on. But I also agree they've handled the post process well, and the cl- class action lawsuit feels kind of over the top it's like it's like bad decisions but also overreactions on the other side and i i don't know i mean if you look at if you look at the actual verbiage for like what it takes to file a class action lawsuit yeah i mean disguising or lying to the public for financial gain yeah that's kind of what they did they lied about the state of the product so because they didn't want it to hurt their launch sales and while I do think the lawsuit is a bit frivolous, I I mean, I don't know. It, it was a really shitty way to handle the launch. I'm disappointed because I felt like CD Projekt Red was like that one like golden goose developer who was still like just fucking perfect in every way. And it turns out you pull the curtain back and they've just got the one tooth clinging to life and yeah. everything it's, else it's is like, garbage. It's like the Wizard of Oz, but instead of like being back there, like pulling strings, he's just cranking out a mean, angry <laughs> rope. You know, he's just like. Just, mad. Like we talk, just one rope. Yeah. <laughs> just one comes out. We talked we talk about it before, like, like Danny DeVito is angry in his cock, just like just going at it. And yeah. I mean, I, I completely like class action lawsuit. If it was people who like couldn't play the game, I'd, I'd be like, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. I get it. Because yeah, they offered you your money back. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, it's like I, mean, I, I get it. But the thing is, when it's people who invested millions and millions of dollars, my first my first gut shot reaction would be like, fuck them. Eat the rich. Eat shit. Suck a dick. Like, fuck you. You know, what I mean, like if I if I put ten thousand dollars in disney stock and then and it tanks for whatever reason i'm out that fucking money it's a gamble investing is legal gambling welcome to fucking yeah. welcome to commerce dickhead how are you millionaire welcome to earth yeah how, welcome to earth how are you a millionaire how do you have money to throw <laughs> at cd project red you have hundreds tens tens or hundreds of thousand dollars to invest and you don't understand how the investment process works yeah i mean but but also at the same time 
But it's like the same thing happened on a much smaller scale with The Witcher 3. Witcher 3 was a buggy fucking mess when it released. And yeah, now it's regarded I'm, I'm one of the up. best games of all time. It's yeah, I'm I mean, glad you brought that up because I almost forgot that let's lest we not forget upon launch, Witcher 3 was a shit show. Just like not I wouldn't say as bad as this, but it was pretty bad. It was a lot of people who were not fucking happy with the yeah. release date of Witcher 3. And I don't know. I would say let's try and do final thoughts because I feel like we're just kind of saying the same shit in different ways at this point. But Scott, please. Uh, was was the Witcher three released primarily on PC at first, like just PC at launch and then ported no, later? That was PC thought, and yeah. Xbox and PS4. Did, did they have issues yeah. with all the platforms equally at launch, like just buggy? Yeah. Like are we talking like Bethesda mess? Because every, yeah, yeah. every 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 that- Bethesda game is a, an absolute shit show at launch, and then like even years later, bugs pop back up again. Like you can't finish. A quest in Fall. I never finished Fallout Three, boys. I got to the last quest and it glitched. Never beat Fallout Three. I just watched the YouTube. Oh, shit. I watched the YouTube videos. I wasn't gonna put another eighty hours in that fucking game. That stole yeah, fuck the. That. Yeah. Oh, Liam Neeson's uh, soulless voice acting didn't just uh, inspire you to come back and do it again. <laughs> uh, the only thing no. that brought that brought me fuck back was drop, was was detonating the nuke in Megaton and sitting on that balcony with those faceless monsters and sipping a cognac. That's the only reason I came back. Classy. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts, Derek, anything else you want to, I love this fucking game and I'm sorry that it, uh, had the release that it had. Uh, I think it's all going to come around. I think that by the time that this lawsuit makes it anywhere, they're going to have fixed everything that went wrong. I hate that the model of gaming now is like release it and fix it later, but that's, you know, when you have people fucking banging at your door to release it, eventually you got to fucking release it or the investors are going to bail anyway. Right. I feel yeah. like they were doomed either way because people were screaming for them to release this game. Yeah, you got people Other beating down the door that, with their with their pitchforks lit. You know what I mean? With their with their lit pitchforks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. I, I think it's an excellent product, though. If you have again one of the seven out of the nine platforms it released on that. I like that you said on. that because it was such a backhanded like factoid. I earlier I was like, ooh, okay, he did that. If you have one of the uh, <clears throat> seven out of nine, I was hoping you would give me a percentage there too. Um, I also have liked it mostly just because I love the world it's trying to build for me and around me and I love good storytelling but please please boys can we please talk about Mandalorian because I want to talk about it so bad yeah and I'm ready we've already shilled for the, the podcast you while that, you were taking your pee pee break well, you, you, that? you said that like like a young fresh faced porn star like I want it so bad yeah, yeah I can do, I get I in do. the pussy now <laughs> please, pussy. Please, please give me that Mando puss okay Man, Mando bros so this week we got the pleasure of watching the Mandalorian season two finale. Mm. And boy, was it just a joy just oh, all around, man, all mm. around. Every time I felt like, I felt like every I felt like every, just every Tim. I, so <laughs> I'm going to do every Tim. I'm going to do Tim. a real, Tim, a real Tim brief, Allen, Tim Dillon, every Tim, every Tim. Tim I cry every Tim. Tom. I'm going <laughs> to give a real brief overview of the course of the episode. And then we'll do, Thoughts, and then we'll do our, our deep discussions about things that got us rock hard, aka the whole episode. Yeah, so start to finish. This right. this episode was called The Rescue. We knew what was gonna happen. We knew they were attempting to to wrest baby Grogu from uh Moff Gideon and his Legion of Dark Troopers on his light cruiser. The episode starts off immediately with them chasing down a Lambda class shuttle to find uh Dr. Pershing have a really cool opening scene with these dickheads who, who try to sympathize with imperialists who died on the death star. Sorry. Fuck those guys. Um, yeah, they tried. And, 
And Cara Dune has a really cool line about which one. And he was like, he was like, ooh, got me. I can, he was like, take me to the burn ward on that one. <laughs> and then they use the shuttle to stage an awesome uh, we need rescue, we need help onto the cruiser itself to gain access. Not only using the shuttle, but they use the shuttle to block the launch tube so further ties can't be launched. Boba Fett pieces the fuck out because we don't have enough time in this with all the cool shit that's about to happen to have him play a part too and have character development. They work their way through the ship. Uh, Mandalorian has a fight with Moff Gideon as we expected using the Beskar spear versus the Darksaber. Yeah, we call it. Was a, we call it here on TCN. Right here. Only place to fucking call it. Everyone else had it wrong. I don't know what you guys were talking about. <laughs> we, uh, yeah. And let's just say the fight, I thought if they had, if that was the finale was that fight was great. It was pretty like good. The, yeah. The, the, the choreography was fantastic. Uh, you know, the, the whole like Darksaber's boogeyman thing where one of them gets his hand through and pulls it open terminator style yeah uh, wa- watching it beat his fucking helmet into the side of the wall Ooh, so juice just juice mm, maximum juice. juice no pulp uh but i'm getting into the weeds i'm trying to do overview they get to the bridge they have a standoff at the bridge they t- they are holding moff gideon he tries to kill bo katan with some sneaky sneaky laser blasts and just as things look lost because the dark troopers have come back and are descending Somebody shows up and uh, the way they did this reveal, and I'm going to talk about this for just a minute and then we'll do overall thoughts was, I think, the best. And I think everyone feels about the same about this because it was a slow reveal. We've talked about this. We talked about Luke was the obvious choice for a couple weeks now for who was going to respond to baby Grogu's calls. And, and I'm pretty sure all of us said we didn't want it. And guess what? We all fucking loved it. I'm pretty sure we all fucking loved it. Yeah. Uh, The whole time I was like, uh, when I realized they were doing it, I was like, well, here I am. Man, a Star Wars shill again, because I'm so happy to see this motherfucker. They they do this really interesting. I just want to say that was my exact reaction. I was like, like the whole the whole time, like, don't be Luke. Don't be Luke. And then as soon as I saw the black robes, I was like, I'm okay with this. This is okay. The second I saw the the X-ray, I was like, oh, my God. No fucking way. Yeah. I, 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 I I was literally sitting right here in my chair and I hit record. On my software, so I can like record my reaction to it. I watch the back, and no one can ever see it. It's so like, oh no, oh, you please, got it. No, please no, send it to me. No, no, no. I promise I won't post it anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> I promise I won't post it on YouTube. Uh, so they did this really cool kind of slow reveal where, right, we all know Luke flies an X-wing, but it could have been anybody. Obviously, so so you see the X-wing, and I went, I was like, no fucking way. And then you see the black robes and I was like, okay, Chris, now they might be trying to pull a bait and switch. Anybody could be in black robes. And then they pull, and this is when I knew without a a fraction of a doubt, they show the one gloved hand yeah, and you see the belt buckle, like the plain, just silver belt buckle on the black. And I was like, I was like, I started screaming and crying at the same he, time. Yeah, I think he, I might have farted he, he, and peed. He's still what? He's still wearing the same outfit he had on at the end of Jedi. It's crazy. I wonder if he's yeah. showered. He's got like he's no, got he's like probably, he's like right? hey Arnold or Doug. He has like a whole closet <laughs> full of the same outfit. And and we are. I loved that episode by the way because when I was a kid, I, it was like mind blowing. I was like, ah, cartoon characters always wear the same shit every single episode. They never talk about it. <laughs> so then they proceeded to give Luke. Uh, his Darth Vader Rogue One hallway scene where we get to watch this man at the prime of his Jedi power just fuck up these dark troopers and mm-hmm. it was so satisfying. I, I was, and I've talked about crying before as a, like a joke and unironic and ironic both ways. I was full on sobbing 
Uh, I posted a picture of it to you guys. Uh, I, I think I put it in my fucking Discord. I, like, I'm waiting for you to like give me permission to post that to Twitter and to like continue editing it and post it to Twitter. I'm not going to do it without your permission. So yeah. you just let me know. Twitter's fine. Facebook is not. Facebook not. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Really, Too many coworkers. I really just want to see more more doinks being slumped. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, gonna be slapping some doinks. Yeah, you can also Photoshop a glory hole in behind him. Like he's just so excited to see what's gonna come out of it. Yeah, and Timothy Elephant just the top of his face. Oh, like. <laughs> we all know it's gonna come out of it, Scott. Is it, is it uh, big old Timothy Elephant cock? Yeah. Okay. Yes, right. absolutely. I just the the whole I, yeah. I mean, it, so obviously I was crying with happiness. I was literally I was like. <laughs> Like that kind of ugly crying. And then I'm watching them have a conversation, which was the only bad part of the episode. And yeah. I'm like crying happy tears. And then fucking R2 shows up and it put me over the phone. Fu- I was already dangling yeah. over the fucking precipice. And I was like, <gasps> because they're bros. And this is when you're a kid and you see Return of the Jedi and the movie ends. All you have at that point is headcanon. And in your headcanon. Luke is the peak of his fucking Jedi training and he's off having fucking adventures with his best buddy R2-D2 and they're making more Jedis and they're saving the fucking galaxy and I it was so satisfying and I've been talking way too much and I'm going to let yep. Scott take over. Yeah, real, real, How'd you feel? Real, real quick before I get into the episode in your, yeah. in your head canon, what kind of shit do you think R2-D2 says? Is he like happy-go-lucky or is he like a real cynic? You know what I mean? No, like, he's a shit talker. He's, yeah. he's a shit talker for sure. 100%. Yeah, although he, like the rest of us, melted when he saw Baby Yoda and it was fucking adorable. Yeah, yeah. his little his little beep boop rock back, dude. The beep, beep, he was beep, like, Beodes. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. Um, I mean, dude, every everything about this episode was incredible. Uh, it was cool to see uh, the Slave Ones, the way the Slave Ones gun turret works. Just like when I had oh, it as a yeah. kid, it was, little, it was a little toy. Like, I had the fucking action figures and the Dude, it's it was so cool to see it actually, like do that little cool little maneuver. I, one one of my favorite things about this about this season has been getting like kind of a behind the scenes MTV Cribs version of the Slave One, where you see yeah. you see like how it works, how they manage to be in this cargo hold while it's going, you know, while it's like that was cool. Yeah, yeah like it's got like its own little gravi- center of gravity r- rotating around the entire chamber. I thought that was fucking dope. Um, the Dark Troopers, I mean, you said it like Terminator, dude. It was just so intense and terrifying. To watch him face off against one of them was just this incredible, like, it was, it was, it was scary. It was honestly, like, scary to watch uh, yeah. a little bit. Like, and, uh, you know, obviously, of course, like, we watched them get ejected, and there's that, that sigh of relief, like, oh, thank God, there's no way he could have fought all of them. And, yeah. but, but, like, you don't even, you don't even, like, there's so much going on, you don't even have time to think, like, but wait, they're, like, oh, they're robots. Yeah, they're robots. They're going to fly back. It, we watched, yeah, we watched this last episode. Uh, and it's just, yeah, it, was, it was awesome, man. Um, the reveal of Luke, obviously seeing the X-Wing, I was giddy. I was like a, a little kid. My only, my, my, I have two issues with the episode. Both of them were all around Luke Skywalker. Uh, one of which is that when most of the action we see is through them watching monitors. I would have rather had the reveal of, of, of Luke's face, maybe be face to face with them. But you don't have to, you don't have to tease us out with who this is for as long as you did. Like. I wanted to see the, the elevator. It doors. was a little weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, I want, I want I to see agree. the elevator doors open Darth Maul style and him come in and fuck them up. I want to see everything from the from the point of view of these dark troopers, maybe, or from his point of view, like an like over the shoulder action shot, like something that's more personal. I, yeah. I wanted to savor every every slash of the lightsaber and every reflected blaster bolt. You know what I mean, I wanted to be like I wanted that scene to be just in that moment. 
And I, I didn't I didn't need to see how the other characters were reacting to it. We could have seen it all on their faces. You know, you could, you could show you could like show the monitor at first, have one of them like looking at a monitor of the door, and then transition to the actual door opening and have this entire sequence play out from from Luke's perspective and the perspective of the Dark Troopers that are getting just cut the fuck down. And then yeah. and then when the door opens at the end, and you know we see the, all their all their faces, that's our reaction to all this stuff that just happened. We don't need to see them shot by shot reacting to every fucking move he makes. It was unnecessary. Uh, and I know Disney has a huge hard on for de-aging people. They, oh God. Yeah. They, it was not good. They should have just, re, they should have just recast somebody as much as like, I know no one can ever play Luke, but Mark Hamill, I get it. Uh, but we've seen pictures of Sebastian Stan <laughs> Photoshop with, with like Luke's hair and the little, the little chin dimples more pronounced that, that to me would have been a much better option. Or just, or just not even showing Luke's face at all, maybe. Like, just having the robe be on the whole time and hearing the voice. The face was so bad. Was really, even if they couldn't afford to get, you know, someone like Bucky, I forget his name. Uh, it, it's uh, You just said it, too. Isn't that horrible? Really, just anyone who even mildly resembled him. I feel like yeah. studios don't get that. That, like, we're okay with filling out the rest with our brains. Like, you yeah. don't need to fucking de-age people or do, like, a full like it's okay like we'll do yeah. the work on that aspect otherwise it just takes you out of it a little bit i yeah. agree with you that that was one of my only complaints about the episode i universally basically everyone i've seen has, has been like well the the fucking the reveal itself was so fucking good and the episode was so fucking good as a whole but that like the cgi face it's like we're basically forgiving you for that because the episode was so yeah. good yeah yeah but and and i i i forget who i was talking to about it but if you still frame any of his conversation he looks great he looks lifelike he looks like luke yeah. but as soon as the you the have to watch that yeah. that thing try to talk it's not luke and that's what ruins it for everybody it looks so it's out just, of place it reminds me of like when when uh lucas redid the original trilogy in like 1998 or 1999 and you had yeah. you had that weird scene in java's palace with like the, the dance number that yeah. and like you're just like that looks like it doesn't it looks like it came off of a honeycomb box what the fuck is it doing here Speaking of Jabba's Palace, oh, I know, baby, I know. That was a good oh, segue. My. Can I? Can uh, I just say one more thing that I yeah, absolutely I didn't like about the episode? There's yeah, very sure. few things, but this one's kind of me. It's really not about the episode as much as it's about the whole season. Okay. The dark troopers look fucking stupid. They look like fucking bionicles, and it makes any <laughs> like the they scene, do look like bionicles. The scene, like I, the, the, the the context of the scene where he's fighting him was great, but every time he actually honed in on his face, it's like, oh, I just wanted to look away. It's like looks like an action figure. They look, look so bad. How how is nobody? They look so bad. I mean, they 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 one hundred percent look like action figures, but I think that's the point. They're going to sell a shitload I, of action figures. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. But I mean, other than that, other than that, and other than the CGI, it really was a fucking great episode. Um, it really right was. down to um, uh, uh, Mando and Beode's um, farewell to one another was like I started to get choked up. And whenever I watch oh, things yeah. with Veronica and I start to get choked up, I'm like, oh, my God, I like hope she can't see me. So I have to like try to hide a little bit. But it was yeah. very emotional. It was very hard to hide it. Can we also all just take a round of applause that he finally shaved off that fucking dirt stash? Because he looks so much better without that gross pedo stash on that he had on in previous episodes like yeah. thank you you look like a proper i mean there's so many things to talk about here but before we get into that i have i just want you boys to check out the chat on discord <laughs> 
for my uh yeah he was a little chunkin wasn't he yeah my uh concept art and potential title for episode 13 which would be if i had my druthers a bib comma fortuna <laughs> It was it was a really cool deep dive to to see Bib Fortuna come back, but it also made me feel way better about myself because he's aging way worse than I am. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't look good. He's, oh uh, yes, he's, that's he's, the dickhead. He's aging like Bam Margera. <laughs> that's a uh, that, fun fact. That actually is Bam Margera. Didn't even need makeup. It's weird. Bam Fortuna. Bam Fortuna. So I uh, they. I actually wanted to say one more thing, but I forgot. Bib I wanted to Margera. share that to you boys. <laughs> so shit. we also have to take into account that in this episode, Mandalore, our, our boy Din Djarin is now Mandalore. He is now the, the one that holds the dark saber and the leader oh, of yeah, the Mandalorian shit. people. Yeah. And he doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. I don't and there's, want to. Yeah. He's like Jon Snow in season eight. already. Right. There's a little bit of contention around this, and I don't know if you guys know this or have seen it in an article anywhere. Bo-Katan and Gideon really gets off on this, and you can tell when he first fights the Mandalorian, uh, I said that weird, the Mandalorian, that he knew that facing him meant trouble for Bo, and he was, like, waiting for it to happen. And he has, like, a, a great pleasure in explaining to Mandalorian. He's like, she can't take it. She has to fight you to take it. This is, yeah. she's, he's like, he's like eating this fucking popcorn. Like, someone should make the, the thriller Michael Jackson popcorn eating, but with Moff Gideon's face. Uh, I now want to make that. Yeah, oddly. yeah. If you can figure out how to do that, I, I really need that in my life. And, uh, that, that's the point of contention because while it typically has been won in one on one combat, in Clone Wars, actually Rebels, Sabine Wren is the character in Rebels who finds the Darksaber and gives it, because it was thought lost, gives it to Bo-Katan. She just hands it to her and says, here, you should be the leader of the Mandalorian people, and she takes it. Uh, in this, they make it very clear that it has to be won by combat. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you don't have to die because he spared right. Moff Gideon, but it has to be won by combat. We all know Din Djarin's a bad motherfucker, so she might have a real hard time getting it from him. Uh, yeah, but that the, was my issue with it. I don't know why he was just like, all right, punch me in the head and I'll drop it. Like, then right. technically you beat me. Yeah. So here's the only it's is I don't know if it'll end up being real, but the headcanon or the the through line that people are assuming the reason she's being a stickler for it is because it was given to her by somebody and it was obviously taken from her in combat by Moff Gideon. Like it was given to her as like a here, you're the leader. And and then it was yeah. taken from her in a battle by Gideon. And she probably feels like she can't be leader unless she earns that shit back right. in a proper fight. And that's the only way she'll have the confidence to actually right. be the leader she wants to be. And that's fine if that's eventually the answer. And even if it's not, I'm not going to hang on it too much because motherfuck, this episode was a goddamn joy, boys. Mm, two and one. There it is. Mm. I, I just I don't know. I, I don't know what more to say about this episode that won't just be me like giving the sloppiest wet blow oh, job that I can to it. Go. Just both hands on the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's really like my dilemma. Is it, is it more golly cock like... this episode? How, how would you just Borgali? Yeah. Borgali. Uh-huh. Borgali. Oh Borg the Borgullet. <laughs> I can't do Forrest Whitaker though, that's, so that's well, I mean that's, good. that's not even Forrest Whitaker. That's just that's just somebody having an asthma attack. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, is it Borg? Bor, what is it? Bor, I thought it was Borgully. It's Borgullet uh, with a T. Oh, well, he doesn't pronounce Borgullet. that T. He doesn't pronounce that T at all. No, yeah, <laughs> he, he, really, he really Bor- just hangs Bor- off it. Borgullet, Borgullet, Bor- 
good. Yeah, good. I can't even do that though. Like I had that childhood asthma. And I can't sound like that. Now, also, also the sound of Forrest Whitaker breathing is just the most unsettling thing. Like you would think Darth Vader. Yeah, would not have even the in the movie. Just any time ever. God, that guy's having a hard time, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever see that movie Mimic, where like Forrest Whitaker got like his big break? Yeah, Mimic. I feel like I have. That's an older one, right? Yeah, yeah. No one else in it is still making movies. I don't think Mira Sorvino, whatever the fuck her name was, it was in it. She was hot in the nineties, but where is she now? Hope she's not dead. I'm gonna check. Nowhere. (laughs) No. uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, I don't know what else to say, but I mean, like the 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 biggest takeaway I had from it is that we, you know, what we already said. It's like this whole time I've been like, oh, everything always comes back to Skywalkers. Let someone else, blah blah blah. And like even leading up to it, when I saw the X wing, I was like, don't be fucking Luke, man. Like, please don't be Luke. But once he showed up, I was like, this is pretty sick. Like, this was actually yeah. done. Yeah. They somehow hey. did the most expected thing in a way that, like, t- t- turned my opinion around. I thought it yeah. was really good. But it was very, very well done. And there, I mean, Star Wars has always had this thing where George Lucas said, it rhymes. It's like poetry. And yeah. everybody makes fun of him for that. But they, <laughs> yeah, we- they do such a good job here with the Vader and Luke versions of this fucking shit up nostalgia fueled glory hole scene where it's like there's there's luke who's the best of us human fighting robots and there was vader the worst of us who was a robot at that point fighting all these rebels who were trying to stay and there's such an amazing like mirror image of these scenes and it was just so satisfying I, i think it's why it works so well it's like yeah we all thought it was luke right because Ahsoka got her intro. She clearly wasn't coming back. That was a backdoor pilot, which we're all totally okay with because she's fucking badass. Uh, but she's on search for Ezra Bridger. So I, I mentioned it last episode. It probably wasn't going to be him because she's looking for him. And if he's right here, then what the fuck is she <laughs> looking for? Yeah. Mando just be like, hey, Ahsoka, I fucking found him. <laughs> Your boy you're looking for. And people were saying Cal Kestis. While that would have been cool, they would have had to do weird makeup to age him up because that boy has a young face. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's, and, he's got a small boy face. Yeah. And also, you don't want to give away. There has to be some tension in his trilogy. You don't want to give away that he's. You don't want to tell yeah. us all that everyone survives and then fill in the blank because there's no stakes. It's like in Solo when they showed Chewie hanging off the side of the train, and you're like, I don't. Yeah. That's no emotional like, stakes yeah. for me. <laughs> he's fucking fine. Yeah, we why are we wasting frames on this? Like we know yeah. he's fine. Yeah. You don't show him hanging out. Yeah. It's 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 you can actually, forced. Yeah, face drama. You, you, it's, you it's can fucking... cut that scene with him falling off, like actively falling, and just like we'll we'll fill in the blanks the rest of ourselves. Like you said earlier, like we'll make we'll make our own head cannon. Like naturally, yeah. he's gonna survive. He's he's got plot armor because it takes place before New Hope. Um, yeah. One thing that that was really crazy about this episode to me though is, uh, I mean, we saw last episode we saw uh, the Mandalorian take his helmet off because he had to. Uh, you know, and and Bill Burr's character uh, Mayfield makes Mayfield saw him without his mask as well. Did several Imperial officers, uh, and in this one we see him like willingly take it off just to say goodbye to Baby Yoda. And yeah, you, and like to see the tear, you see the tears in his eyes. Yeah, Maybe when Baby Yoda touches his face, man, like, dude, it was very sad. It was, it was like, it was, it was, it was pretty honest, rough. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was like really just beautiful, honestly, because like you, you, realize, yeah. you realize that like this. As is the culture of, of the Mandalorians, like this, the fat foundlings are treated like like children. They're raised as, like your own. Yeah. yeah. And over the the course of this of these two seasons, I'm not sure how long it is canonically in in the timeline, but this kid's it's been months, right? It has to be this kid's at least I would say at yeah. least every year. Yeah. So this this kid's like it's like his son. He loves him. Yeah. 
you know? Uh, well, and th- there's there's the beautiful conversation there where uh, he looks at him and Mando says he doesn't want to go with you. And Luke says he wants your permission. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. uh-huh. that punched uh-huh. me directly Give me the permission, into Daddy. my heart. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, one one thing that broke my heart also is that we don't I don't think we get to see Baby Yoda get or sorry, Grogu get back the shift or not. That that Mando. Oh, no, Mando he reco- didn't. You're Mando right. Recovered uh, in episode six. That'll be how they reconnect, calling it now. Yeah. There's a lot of theories about where they go from here, uh, but I'll let you finish up your thought before I move on to the post credit scene and those theories. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, I, mean, I honestly just want to dive headfirst into those juicy theories, to be honest. There's, there's a lot of implications. I mean, we, we yeah. talked about it before in episode three when Bo-Katan had showed up that I thought that uh, we, all, we all kind of like, we're like, it's going to be a larger net. It's, can't, it's not going to be a baby Yoda the entire time. Like, they're, they're going to find a way to close that loop or at least, you know, put that on the back burner for a while because there's this they introduced the dark saber for a reason and now now we know what that reason is you know i mean now we're gonna see somebody who is far removed from the mandalorian culture uh is you know considered a zealot by some i mean maybe not anymore he's taking his fucking helmet off just because he's got he's got he's got the feelies uh but uh i think in a case of the feelies yeah i mean it's it's gonna be cool because i think a lot of people who again didn't sit through seven or eight seasons of Clone Wars, didn't watch Rebels because it's a lot to digest. And yeah. you know, like a lot a lot of even diehard Star Wars fans, uh, you know, it when you when you hear Clone Wars, you think of that initial cartoon that was out and you just think it's gonna be for children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um you don't expect that tonal shift that, that happens in the show to happen at all. Um so for a lot of people I think this is gonna be their first experience to really dive into the lore of the Mandalorians and we're gonna learn more about their culture through the eyes of an outsider who's also their king now or their leader. Yeah. That's a really and an unwilling king because yeah. they're always the best ones. Yeah. The ones that don't want it, really? you know, because, yeah. you know, they're going to end up being the best king yeah. option. <laughs> it's going to be great. I can't wait. There, so uh, do we are, think he's going to stay? I don't think he I mean, I don't think he has any interest in leading the Mandalorians, though. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't think. He, but I mean, any interest in carrying through with it, though, he doesn't. But if Bo-Katan, he might have to at least keep even if he completely ignores the responsibilities of it he's still going to be the leader because let's be real Bo-Katan I don't know that she can take it from him she might you know but if if he even a little bit flubs the fight if he if he fakes a loss she's going to be able to fucking tell mm-hmm. and I I don't think she's going to take it I, I think I don't know there's a lot of theories about the future of the show um, some people are positing that there might be a time jump to next season so that baby Yoda's a little older, trained a bit, and something happens where they have to reconnect because you know they're not getting baby Yoda out of the series. There's no fucking way. Yeah. But now he's with Luke and it's like, well, you know, they're not going to be bringing Luke around willy nilly all the time. So some, they, they might be at some kind of time jump. Something happens. Maybe they time jump to around the time uh, Kylo Ren is there at the Jedi Temple he creates and is about to fucking wipe it out. And, uh, you know, maybe he gets saved from that because t- the implications that Grogu might just his end might just be at the hands of Kylo Ren and his uh, yeah, other there's... other buddies in the Knights of Ren is, is garbage. And I don't think they'll do it. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, that's, um, yeah, that's also like what? Like how long how long after uh, the Battle of Endor did Leia and Han conceive canonically? So so I actually know this answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kylo. Well, not about the conceiving thing, but I, I know that. Kylo Ren is about four or five right now with the events that are happening. Okay. He has not started his Jedi Temple. He will not do so for another, I think, oh, so six that was years right or so. After then. 
This is five yeah. years after, right? So uh, this period is a is a, a period of time where we know nothing about what Luke's doing. He's apparently been traveling the galaxy looking for old teachings. It might be where he finds those texts yeah. that get burned in The Last Jedi. Uh, it You know, it's where he's looking for Sith and Jedi relics to just he's basically just exploring the mysteries of the Sith and the Jedi, which is an awesome fucking thing. Um, yeah, he's not the leader of a Jedi temple. The Jedi temple is not established yet. It won't be for a while. And then there's kind of like a low key fact that we all learned with this episode that no one's that I've seen really talked about, which is we now know Luke's first official apprentice is Grogu. I mean, besides teaching Leia, you can count Leia, right. but I, in my, I don't, I don't know why. Maybe just because it's a sister. I don't, <laughs> to me, she doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, they kissed. It's invalid. When they yeah, you kiss. kiss your sister. Yeah. And somehow we keep bringing it back to that. I mean, she, she, she still counts on his punch card, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, well. Still on the belt loop. <laughs> is, the, is Luke a virgin? Luke's got to be a virgin, yeah. right? Oh, he's like, a total that's fucking the, virgin simp. Because he was himself. a giant fucking nerd, and then he kissed his sister right when he was starting to get kind of cool because he was a Jedi. Yeah. And then he found out, and he was a full-blown Jedi who tried to avoid uh, well, now, attachments. Now he just lives with the guilt of, of kissing his sister for the rest of yeah. his life. And never he's like, has, you know what? Yeah. Let me never kiss anyone ever again. <laughs> yeah. His, his entire rest of his life is penance for kissing his sister. Yeah, like he just lives on... Yeah. Like, that's not... He didn't flee... Uh, in, in uh, fucking <laughs> the Force Awakens, because of the failure of his academy, it's really just the shame of being a dirty, weird sister kisser, yeah. and then yeah. and, and he spends the rest of his life on this island just sucking on bird titties and jerking off. <laughs> it's <just> yeah, like <laughs> exactly. And then that's because every time he's sitting in his hut and has yeah. uh, untowards thoughts about his sister, Yoda's Force Ghost shows up and just shakes his head at him. Yeah. That's yeah, he's like, come on, like, really? But like sometimes Yoda shows up, he's like, oh, you got to do that while I'm in here. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> 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 mm, coming are you? <laughs> uh, okay, last thing to talk about because we have a couple minutes are. left. <laughs> there was an after credit scene here which teased something pretty cool. Uh, we see a cut, and I immediately went Jabba's palace, and I was like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" Because it took me a second, but I went Jabba's palace, and I went, "Wait, he's dead." Okay, so we pull in, and it's it's neat because they mirror the same shot from Return of the Jedi, yes. where Luke's coming down the stairs, and you see the shadow on the fucking wall. Except for this time, it's Fennec Shand and Boba Fett. And they, they walk in. And of course, like you will see in our episode graphic, they see a very fat Bib Fortuna sitting on the throne. He's just that the is a Bib He's all chunky Fortuna. Yeah. And he's uh, sitting there. Nice reference to Return of the Jedi. One of the singers, the entertainers, is there in the background with the crazy like pink yellow hair. Not pink yellow, but pink purple hair. Uh, and he's apparently just trying to run shit now, looking like he's just eating everything in sight. And he was like, oh, Boba, I'm happy to see you. He says some weird shit. Uh, he gets he just murders him. And then Boba sits on the throne and they flash a title card that says the book of Boba Fett, December 2021. So this. It's a year away. They, they've known this was happening for a bit. Yeah. Right. Like they didn't wait to see the reception of Boba this season because this is a year away. They've pre-production's already probably been been in for a year, maybe a year and a half at this point. They probably already have shot everything. Or most of it. Yeah. Uh, if, if, it's, imagine if, it's, if it's live, like we don't even know what it is, though. Like, we have no context yet. Yeah. Well, I'm imagining it's live action. Uh, but, like, what hijinks? What are we doing? What's what's the series? I mean, he's, his debt to Mando's paid off. Obviously, he left to go just kill this motherfucker because he... I, I don't even really know why he killed him because it's not like they sabotaged Boba's jetpack. He got kicked by Han Solo. But uh, fuck him because Bib Fortuna was a garbage alien anyway yeah i hate that his, his head tendrils got fat with his chins that's the most uncomfortable part of, of the whole 
Just that. Yeah, like his his chubby tendies, his little tendy boys. Not like his not like his crazy fingernails that look like he's in Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, I don't I don't even care. Like he could scratch my back. I don't I don't give a shit. But <laughs> Oh no. Oh. What if he's scratching your back while one of those fat tendrils is laying over your shoulder? Yeah, literally just like it what I, if during it, like he promises it won't touch you, but like during <laughs> he just shifts somewhere and then you just feel like Doom. Right on your back. Oh, man. <laughs> and it's I, sweaty, too. I, I would porous. Do you know those things? I, I would dry heave, and then I think I would legit vomit. Like, it'd be like two, <laughs> two dry heave warnings, and the third one just be like, just projectile. Yeah. Probably yeah. doesn't smell good, either, you know? Mm-hmm. It's probably like one big old armpit. You ever have a friend who had, like, giant buttholes in their ears? Like, those giant those plugs back in the day? <laughs> and they stink. And, and their ears, they'd, they'd get, like, the ear cheese. Like, why don't you wash your fucking ears, you disgusting animal? Yeah. Yeah, his whole tentacle is filled yeah. with gauge cheese. I'm yeah, with you on yeah. that. It's, 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 just coated, it's coated in ear Swiss cheese. cheese. <laughs> yeah. Um, Swiss cheese, maybe. Also, can I just I can I say Fennec Shan leaning on the side of that chair, sipping that blue alcohol is the hottest thing I've ever seen. Oh, you know, my do God. You know, yeah, did, yeah. You know, did you know that Fe- the, the actress who plays Fennec Shan is in her 50s? I didn't. Yeah. No, she does not man. look that way. She played, she played Chun-Li in that horrible... John Claude Van Damme oh, Street Fighter yeah. movie. Oh, holy shit! Forty fucking years ago, almost, bro. <laughs> Wait, not about thirty years. Ago. But you, it but, wasn't that long. Yeah, I was gonna say. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but dude, she's fucking like, dude. She is just. She's looking good. Yeah. She looks. She's like in her like mid fifties. I think she's like fifty six years old, something like that. Yeah. She looks I'd like for her to step on my throat wearing stilettos. That <laughs> yeah, would be yeah. something I'd be into. You know. Yeah, Two things I, I, about I, I, her character. I, I wouldn't care if her innards that we saw in that one episode where she but. She opens up her. Oh episode. yeah! I wouldn't care if her vagina was a, a tuna can opener. I would still go for it. I would. I would have to. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I would have to try. She got that droid puss. A tuna can opener. <laughs> it's, it's 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 honestly just a it's just a flesh. That's dressy, dude. <laughs> dressy, dressy. <laughs> <laughs> so two things: the alcohol she's drinking is called spotchka, and they've shown it multiple okay. times throughout the fucking season. Yeah, uh, yeah. Timothy Oliphant was drinking it in the bar in the first episode, actually, the blue shit in the cantina yeah. uh, and canteen. And uh, the other thing was, she showed up in the Bad Batch trailer, and I almost missed it. I, I went mm. back and watched it again. Really? She's in one of the shots with her face mask up. That's like covers half of her face. That's yeah, fucking awesome. So, they're going to be exploring her backstory a bit more there too. And I think that's really neat, but that it's like you have live action characters going animated and animated characters coming to live action. And I fucking love it. Please Disney give all of your star Wars properties to Filoni and Favreau, please. And they furthered that evidence here. This payoff was like things they've done in clone wars. There were episodes in rebels where uh, the hammerhead Corvettes of the rebel Alliance fleet, there's a cameo from Princess Leia in one of the episodes, and it shows how the Rebel Alliance got those ships and it's stuff like that. It's like those are the kind of things that Filoni is able to deftly weave in where, yes, it's fan service, but it's done so fucking well and they don't let the fan service take center stage. This is still a show about the Mandalorian. I still want to see where his storyline goes next season. But seeing seeing Luke in this episode was just the fucking it was amazing. It, it was it was everything I wanted. Yeah. And it's everything we didn't even know we wanted because we were bitching about it last week. Yeah. Last it, week. In fact, it's what we thought we didn't want until it happened. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, I did want this. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Um, I don't know. I don't have you're, any. You're, fun. Back, I think, you're back to me that young, bright eyed, bushy tailed porn star again, Chris. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Please, I'd like some more. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> A little Orphan Oliver cum joke. Oh, no. <laughs> final thoughts before we wrap it up, boys. <laughs> I'm just going to sweep right past that one. Yeah, my final uh, thought I feel is like my, you encapsulate. My final thought <laughs> yeah, is <I'm> you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, yeah, I have final no thoughts. final thought that could possibly outdo. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I like, say it, please. Out loud. Uh, little orphan Oliver twist cum joke. Was, yeah, was, yeah. Was really, please, sir. I regret. Please, sir. Can I, I can I have some ropes? <laughs> <laughs> I regret asking you to say it, but also I'm going to wear that badge because I fucking I made it. How's that? How's I'm that gonna badge? I'm going to sit. How's in that it. badge attached to your shirt? Is it like a clip on or is it a little pin guy? Just a little goo. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just a little extra spit. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, you can find us on, I don't know, a fucking me, at least on a fucking predator list now because of that joke <laughs> I just made. Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN plays. Uh, Scott, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch, uh, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. I'm Swerble with the knee. That's S-W-E-A-R. W O L F E. Wish I would have left the E off. It would have leave me a whole bunch of lines of dialogue every single episode and every time I explain where I stream and why. <laughs> Derek, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Dr. Gloom MD, D R G L O O M M D. Nice. All right. With that, we're going to wrap up episode 13 of the Cynical Nerd. We'll be back next week. We don't have any more Mandalorian to talk about. We're going to have to figure we need something a new out. show now. I know it's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, the, the fucking WandaVision doesn't come out until January 15th, and we, we don't even know if we're going to like talking about that. We're going to have to wait to find out, you know? So, um, I don't know how you boys feel about it. Maybe we'll do some kind of Christmas-themed watch-along this week. Maybe. Yeah. I, yeah. Or we'll just watch Real Housewives of New Jersey <laughs> until WandaVision comes out. I, honestly, it's another idea. I honestly would be 100% down to watch an episode of that. <laughs> All right, boys. And on this week, Tatiana completely there's, bitched there's out. There's definitely a Tatiana. You know, there's a Tatiana and like a yeah, Candace. Gotta be. There's a Candace with a yeah. C, a Candace with a K. Candace with a K is ironically a bigger cunt than Candace with a C. I know it's. Yeah. It's and then there's also K and D. There, and right? the, yeah. yeah. And everybody mixes them all yeah, up. But, it, all but the it's, time. it's like can dash D I. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You're right, she, and I hate she's, you for She's it. an influencer, but nobody knows why or what she Nobody's does. influenced whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> she has like 200 followers, but she makes posts, like vi viral posts every day while she's also in her <laughs> confession booth. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I will talk to you next week. Everybody have a good one. And uh, I don't know. This feels extra corny, but I, I may the force be with you. Oh, I had to say it. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, Jesus really. Let's, let's, no, you can't end it like that. I'm fuck sorry. Fuck you. Yeah. All right, I'll end it like this. Please, sir, I'd like some more cum. All right. No, no, no that's, that's worse. That's even worse. Uh, no, third. All right. All right. Th third try. I, I will say I I was going to write a, uh, a a night before Christmas themed poem about Tob Honks, cum and pink, okay. and, and read it to you in a British accent to close out the episode. But I didn't have time to do that this week because it's been a shit show of a week. And uh, I, I am all consumed by World of Warcraft. But next week, I will I will. I'll have a Christmas themed little nightmare for you. Something I to look forward really to. Anticipate that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, maybe we can open with that. We 100% can. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's the All Christmas right, episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. All right. Episode 14 next week is going to be our Christmas episode, and uh, we'll see you guys piss, next week. Piss Kringle. Call it now. Piss Kringle. <laughs> <laughs>